Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Sometimes I need a good reason to get out of bed Got sleep in my eyes, clouds in my head I need a shot of something to make my motor go Yes I do, so I turn on the climb and the show Rock those panty lines, am I right? Emojin Poots. Get your motor running with the Klein and Allen Show. I said, get your motor running with the Klein and Allen Show. Welcome to the Chocolate Factory. Klein Alley Show. I love your show. I listen every single day, and I love how y'all rip on each other. And listeners call in, and they rip on you, too, and it's just all in good fun. Allie is like the sweetest little fairy. We can't stop playing pickleball. It's the, the drug of choice. 106.7 KROQFM in HD Pasadena. Los Angeles. Orange County. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. This is going to be a good one. Welcome to the greatest day of your life. Good morning. How the hell goes it? We are Klein Alley Show. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm Klein right here. That is Allie over there rocking the windbreaker this morning. Hello. Thank you. Would you play pickleball before the show? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. This is a cool windbreaker. All right. All right. It's got 80s vibes. Was that like one of the first uh, hundred to arrive at a Dodgers game got that? No, this was actually a Christmas present. Oh. From my wife. It's great. It is great. It looks good on you. That's right, it does. I know you're not being sarcastic. What are you wearing? The same stupid denim jacket you wear every day? That's right. I'm like Same Batman. uniform that you've worn for the last 10 years that I've known you? You find something that works, you just stick with it. I haven't found that yet. So no one keep... told you it works. No, it does not work. <laughs> we got a, uh, believe it or not, a great show planned for you today. Nick Hexum of 311 will be stopping by the studio to hang out at some point this morning. He, uh, of course, would like to welcome you and invite you to join him 
in Las Vegas for, you know, 311 Day has always been a big deal where that band takes to another venue around the country. Sometimes they've even gone international for 311 Day. This year they're doing Vegas and they're making a weekend out of it. We'll get you to Vegas, a couple of shows, get you out there, give you some money, put you up, and you'll be at not one but two 311 shows, qualifying people every single day this week for that trip. And uh, Nick will be in to explain it a little bit later this morning. Uh, plus, we got that trip to go to Australia. We got to give that away in about an hour. So if your phone rings and you're on that standby boarding list to go to Australia and see Pearl Jam, God, I hope you answer our call because we are calling with very good news. We'll get Man. into uh, Don't Be a Dick Neighbor Edition. Uh, neighbors seem to be, if you have a good neighbor, it's a great relationship. If you have a bad neighbor, please remember to tell us the story for Don't Be a Dick coming up later this morning as well. I think I'm probably nominated this week, but... You did something? Well, I'm just I was just kind of one of those people this weekend because and I never never done this before, but I have a tree in my backyard. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you're one of them. That Allie, has that has grapefruits. Allie's a, Allie, oh, someone stole a grapefruit and Allie wrote a note. No, 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 no. I am I don't really eat it, so I have an entire bucket of them and I've been trying to push them on all of oh, my neighbors. Oh god, you're the worst. <laughs> if you you're the type of person that if we came across you, we would have introduced you to everyone and meet the neighbors and made fun of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, do you like grapefruits? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Do you and eat grapefruit? Some garbage. And by the way, like I got news for you, all the people that have a, a tree in their yard that produces whatever, it's never as good as what you're going to get at the store yes, anyway. Yes, it is. They're good. It's not good. Oh, dude, my in-laws, they have an avocado tree. It is the bomb diggity. It yeah, is? Man, it's in their front yard, and people come and steal it all the time. Yeah. Wow, that and, is but, ballsy but those, to have it in your front yard. Those people yeah. can't. The avocado, the avocado people can never get rid of them fast enough because they grow, once they're there, if they don't get rid of them immediately, they get like a in, like a raccoon infestation. So like they have really? to push them constantly. Yeah, it's like, I knew people that had that thing, and they're like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm going to save a billion dollars a year on avocados. Yeah. And then they go, uh, it's bringing every raccoon, skunk. They're all coming to eat these things. we got to get rid of them. So I don't know what it is. Well, oh. the, the thing about these trees, too, is it's like there's a one-week window where you got to eat all of them. Yep. And it's like, mm-hmm. what What am I supposed to do with 10,000 grapefruits? Figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I have no choice but to push them on people. This um, this morning is going to start with a request. We don't do a lot of song requests on the show, but there's a request on the goat line. And let's see if the actual audio sniper by the name of DJ Omar Khan is able to uh-huh. satisfy this man's request. Good morning. want to start out the week right. So can I please get, um, can I get a one, oh, wow, two Chazis, and a first bike ride. You know what? Cancel the first bike ride. Oh. Get a... oh, he's canceling first bike ride. Hold on, this no, guy I wants done that. one. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> two uh, chachis, and he wanted the bike ride, but now he's changing his mind. I have nothing to show my, for myself, and I'm a loser. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, interesting. Okay. An oh wow, two chachis, and I have nothing to show for myself. Thank you. All right, Omar, can we deliver on this guy's request? Uh, I, I think so. The oh guy's... wow. <laughs> That's the oh wow. Chachi. There's one. Chachi. I have nothing to show for myself. I am a loser. Well, there we oh. go. Nailed it. <laughs> you know it's sad when I want to go back to the bike? Yeah, that was better than that. <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather hear the bike clip. Once again, if you're just joining us this morning, here's Allie's morning affirmation. I have nothing to show for myself. I am a loser. There you go. That's all you need to know. When I get in my car and come here. Get into a new week of shows. We'll tell you everything else we have in store for you next on K-Rock. Oh, thank you, Killers. Yeah, that band from Vegas will send you to Vegas. It does feel like every couple of weeks we're giving away more trips to Vegas. We're doing that again today, later on this morning, Nick Hexum 311. We will send you to Vegas for 311 weekend, which will be coming up. You can go ahead and figure that out when that'll be. Because 311 technically, I think, is on a Monday. 
So they've decided rather than try to do some lame show on a Monday night, they're, they're going doing to, like a Friday and a Saturday. Yeah, they're going yeah. to give you the weekend. So we'll uh, make that happen for you. And speaking or of the Saturday, week, Sunday. speaking of the weekend, I can't believe this. I saw this video that just went up on our Instagram at Clown Alley Show. You know, the Crystal Method, they're the ones that took that dumb weekend song. And I'll be honest, even though it's my voice on it, it is dumb. I know it's dumb. I know you guys were mocking me at first. I even realized it was stupid, and I actually... I don't think any of us thought at the beginning that that song was good. I think it was just funny. Well, I think that yeah. some, some people... <laughs> I mean, guy, if we could go back good. to the vault uh, and get the original session, yeah, I was, think you could see... It was bad. Get that. It was bad. It was very bad, but it was comically bad. Uh-huh. And I did have, at one point, I did ask Omar just to not play it at all because I was... <laughs> embarrassed. Yeah, embar- be. I was embarrassed. Yeah. And then, uh, who knew the Crystal Method would take it, remix it, and make it what it became, which was the anthem for the weekend. And Omar, I, I guess, I didn't realize this, but you know, he, he DJs a lot on the side, weddings and whatnot. Yeah. He was at a gig right across the street from the Crystal Method over the weekend, so the two yeah, of them somehow, Rock, yeah. they connected somehow. And I guess, Omar, I don't know where this video... This video, Omar, you didn't take this video. This was given to you by the Crystal Method because apparently... The, this the, is from Scott's phone when I ran into Scott on Saturday night at my gig, by the way. So the Crystal Method came to see me play, which is very weird. Uh, we started chatting it up afterwards, and uh, he sh- he's like, Dude, look, I played the Weekend song, and I'm like, I'm looking at the video, and like... It took me a second to register what was happening mm-hmm. because Scott from the Crystal Method was playing me a video of the Weekend song, <laughs> which is a stupid, weird song. Uh, not anymore. That he, that he played earlier that night at his gig. It was. Oh, that bizarre. was earlier that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. by the way, so this, he after his his gig probably ended, I guess, around twelve thirty, and I pro- I was still playing till one o'clock at my gig. So he he had already played. He's not playing Allie to a crowd of people that have any idea who the hell we even are. So it's not like people that are like like the Bud Light Bros or One Armed Gary that are like, yeah, I know this song. <laughs> These are people <laughs> that. <laughs> That, that's my impression of the Bud Light Bros, by the way. Oh, I see. Uh, the, 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 he's playing this for just a room full of people that like, you know, uh, the Crystal Method. And I and would imagine that that's the last song you play after everyone's the most wasted. Like, don't you don't know. start with Ready for the Weekend, uh, you, right? You, if you, when do you look, put it in your set? I think it's probably in the middle somewhere. It, it looks I don't like know, thousands, but it was, thousands yeah, of people <laughs> are dancing and also look confused at the same time. Like, they're kind of like... But they were getting down, too. They were, yeah, you know, it, was, it, it was cool. Well, you know, when they ask artists, Klein, what was it like the first time you did a show and you saw people dancing to your music? So, uh, yeah. Klein, how does it feel? Uncomfortably weird. <laughs> uh, I mean, it really is a strange <laughs> yeah. thing. Because, you got to watch this video. Because the video on Instagram is I don't know if you've seen it yet, but there's like half the people are just all... They're, they're just so into what the Crystal Method is doing that they're just... You know, they're probably they probably ro- don't even know what they're probably on playing. Molly and whatever they're rolling. They're, they're probably living their best life. Then there's a few people that I think at some point, are like, what the hell is this thing? Because <laughs> you kind of see he pans over to part of the crowd that seems very unimpressed. But by they're it. like kind of still trying to dance. They're trying, but they're like, this is weird. <laughs> and you actually watch the part where it drops to like. Eat and brunch. Eat yeah, and brunch. totally. And, 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 the big old drop bombs. Yeah, it's crazy. A drop, and the crowd is kind of like very confused. Like, it's hard to see in a rave. Because, you know, when you see, we've all seen a million videos of like huge rave where people are, everyone's dancing. You wouldn't notice some people standing there going like, this is off. <laughs> it and would you, take a lot for them to stop yeah, what you, they're doing. You definitely see a few people that are like, hmm. But God bless somebody like, 
is it Scott, I believe, yeah, from the Crystal Scott. Method, to just yeah. be like, F it, I'm playing this. I mean, I'm playing one, this anywhere but, I perform. And it sounded like, and I don't know, you have to check this out, someone will have to do an Easter egg search, but on the video that we posted, at least, the one Omar got from his phone, it sounds like he remixed the remix of it. It almost what? sounded like it was a live, like, like they're playing it live, but also doing more to it oh when they God. do it live. I gotta hear it live. Yeah. I, we got we got to get them at something. I don't know. And, and I, Scott's the nicest guy, by the he way. Is, he, he is. He could not shut up about you guys too. I was really annoyed by it's, that. It's nice. To, <laughs> it's nice to know. Because yeah, yeah, I was like, well, let me tell you some things I don't like about him. Here's a long list. Uh, and he couldn't believe how dumb Johnny is, which is funny. Johnny is dumb. <laughs> I love that he's telling you that while you're at work. You know, Johnny yeah. had uh, his big birthday over the weekend. A guy he turned 26, and he his big quote last week was, he goes, man, I feel like I'm halfway to 30. That's no good. And we explained to him that's not the case. And I sent him a text over the weekend. said, happy birthday, Johnny. Uh, I said, at least you're not halfway to 50. And he goes, that ain't that the truth? <laughs> so he, so he's, he feels pretty good he's about like, it. Uh, yeah, he's dodged a bullet on that one. Whoa, that would be terrible. Uh, we take a super quick break. We're back in a moment with 100 bucks of Ali's cash. We got that to get to. Lots to give you this morning, including that Australia trip to see Pearl Jam. We'll be giving that away in the next 45 minutes. And Tom Segura. Oh, hell yeah. Tom Segura is going to be in town for Netflix as a joke at the forum. We'll get you into that show. So lots going on today. Be ready to call and take 100 bucks of Ali's cash. We'll do that next. Once upon a rock, Klein Alley Show. 100 bucks of Alley's money is up for grabs. That is the first of many things we have to give you this morning on the show. And uh, let me just say hello to, uh, hey, Four Loco Freddy, we're not going to play with you today just because you had a shot on Friday. There's other people that want a chance of Alley's money, but I did want to say good morning to you. Good morning. How you feeling? Now I'm cool, man. Just I tried to go again, you know? I'm trying to get the 100 bucks. No, I get it. And we'd love to have you back in the, uh, what did he say, Ali? What? Exactly. Something. Well, we'll translate after the show. But we, uh, for local Freddie, you inspired a lot of listeners. In fact, I want to play you his message that came through on the goat line about you over the weekend. Hey, Klein. Hey, Allie. And, you know, we have for local Freddie now. We got the Bud Light Bros. Uh, you know, I was thinking maybe we have like a Corona Carlos or like a, uh, a Mobello yeah. Martin or something like that. You know, yeah. have like the alcoholic Avengers or something like that. Mm. Yeah, let me know. Let me know what you guys think of it. Uh, maybe I could pick up a new hobby of uh, drinking or something. All That'd right, good. good idea. So if we decide to create the Alcoholic Avengers for Loco Freddy, you're in? I'm in, eh? Great. <laughs> He's in. Awesome. It is what it is. Let's also right. get some ladies in there, you know. Of course. Some of my favorite some, alcoholics are ladies. Some rosé. Oh, yeah, we need that. Know, some rosé yeah, lady. Yeah, a uh, margarita Rita or something yeah, like that. And we're totally. on board with that. All right, Freddie, so <laughs> once we build this thing, you will be a part of our, we'll go on like on a bar tour. We'll take all of our alcoholic Avengers with us. We'll hit the streets. You're in? I'm cool, man. I'm in, eh? Have you had a That's Four awesome. loco yet today? Of course, Allie. I'm right down my hand, eh? Freddie is the best. Freddie, hold on. Some people do coffee. I'm gonna, I'm four Loco Freddie does Four Loco. Yeah, maybe from now on we don't do Alley Nose to News. We do Four Loco Freddie Nose to News. Yeah. People battle him for 100 bucks. I love that guy. All right, let's say hi to uh, Rosa. Oh, Rosa. Oh. You like Rosé, Rosa? Hey, hey, Rosa, do you drink Rosé by chance? No. Oh, oh damn. damn it. Get out of here. He had a spot for you in the alcoholic uh, Avengers <laughs> we're putting together. It could have been great. Rose Rosa? Oh, man, if only. All right, 100 bucks up for grabs. Rosa, we'll let... uh, any interest in wagering for grapefruits instead of $100? No, no, no. No one wants Ellie's fruit. I love grapefruits, actually. Okay, okay. there we go. Right, I've got Ellie, a whole bucket Ellie of will give you 100 bucks and a big bucket full of grapefruits that you can't unload <laughs> on anyone. Uh, we'll get into your round of Ali Knows the News as soon as Ellie storms out of the studio. She's sequestered. 
sequesters herself far, far away. Every morning around this time, we turn any day into a payday. You know the deal at this point, and Allie is out of the studio, so your round of Allie Knows the News can begin right now. Allie Knows the News. All right, uh, this legendary action star says that he's leaving California and moving to Florida because he is about that age. Uh, which action star says he's gone, done with California? Um, the Rock. The Rock, all right. Go to question number two. No one likes the new L.A. area code, apparently. What is it? The new L.A. area code. What is it? I have no idea. I didn't even know that. Oh, it's a new one. People don't like it. We go to. I have a solution for that, by the way. We'll get to that later in the show. Question number three. Uh, what's your guess? Three one five. All right, we got a question. It's actually the area code for where I went to college in Syracuse, New York. You were close, but only off by a few thousand miles. We got a question number three. A teen in need of a size twenty-three shoe got a surprise donation from this former Laker. Back. All right. Go to question number four. For the second week in a row, this movie based on the life of a reggae star is number one at the box office. What is the name of the movie? Hello, Bob Marley. And finally, your fifth question. A restaurant in this city has threatened to sue a customer over a canceled reservation that went viral. What city is this restaurant that is suing a customer in? Oh, my God. I know it's an Elon Musk but the pies. <laughs> I don't know the city, though. Oh, it's about the pop. You don't know the city. Give a guess. Any guess is good. Uh, Texas. All right. That was not a good guess. Any other guess would have been good. Hold on, Rosa. We'll score it together. If only she was a drunk on Rosé. She could have been a part of our Alcoholic Avengers. Allie's back in the studio. Say nothing else. We'll score it together. Once again, $100 and a basket full of grapefruits is on the line. (laughs) Question number one, Allie. Yeah. This legendary action star says he's done with California, leaving to go to Florida. Oh, I saw this. It was Sylvester Stallone. All right, she said The Rock, uh, but the correct answer is Rocky himself. She was so close. Sylvester Stallone. Allie gets the point and goes up 1-0. We go to question number two. Uh, No one likes the new L.A. area code. What is it? Oh, God. I think it's 278. No, close. 738. Oh. That's why no one likes it. It's just so nothing. It's so random. Even 278 makes more sense for some reason. My solution was, imagine if they had given 420 as the new area code. People would have canceled their... People would have given up 310s and 323s. Is that taken, though? No. There's a, 420 is no area code. It How could do you be. know that? I you looked bl- it up. Really? I researched. I don't just bring dumb things to the show all the time without research. Imagine well, really, if they I said, do. California... I know. We know you do. <laughs> If they said California's got a new area code in Southern California, it's 420, people would be like, great, I'm dropping what? I would drop the one I've had since New York. I would drop my 917. We've, also, we've already got 310. Why not do 311? You got 311 there. 311 means something, you idiot. Not anymore. No, it, no it's a. Co- I've done research. No, you haven't. <laughs> Question number three. Allie's up one nothing. A teen in need of a size 23 shoe got a surprise donation from this former Laker. Oh, it was Shaq, I believe. She got that as well, and that is... She's on the board. Congratulations, Rosa. Allie is up 2-1. to one. We have two questions left. A uh, movie about the life of this reggae great is now number one at the box office oh. for the second week in a row. What is the name of the mo- What's the name of the movie? One Love. One Love is the name of the movie. She said Bob Marley. I should give her the point, but I'm not. 
Allie goes, ah, you know, what the hell? Allie's what up 3-2. Right. I'm giving her the point. You got to get rid of these grapefruits anyway. We should throw the game. Yeah. And finally, a restaurant in this city has threatened to sue a customer over a canceled reservation that has gone viral. What city was the restaurant in? New York. Oh. New York City. She guessed uh, Texas. That's not a city. Uh, Boston is the city. Boston is the city. Well, anyway, you put in a decent effort. Allie still beat you by one row. So what must you shamefully admit over the airways of K-Rock? Go ahead. And Allie knows you. <laughs> Thank you, Rosa. I'm sorry. Better luck next time. Uh, we've got here's a win, uh, consolation prize for everyone as Allie puts her grapefruits back into her pocket. God, this is so bulky. Brand new Lincoln Park that we debuted late last week. If you missed it, it's called Friendly Fire. You get it right now on K Rock. Yeah. It's new Lincoln Park called Friendly Fire on K R O Q. We are Klein Alley Show. In less than 30 minutes, someone gets the call that will change their life for the better. It could be you if you're on that standby boarding list right now. This time it's Pearl Jam and it's Australia. And we got to give away that trip. And we'll be doing that right around 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, get into some Don't Be a Dick later on today as well. Real life wardrobe malfunctions that have happened to you. There was a lot of talk last week about these see through Dodgers baseball pants and people wondering if they were more see through than they should be. And I think all the uniforms from that for baseball are like weird looking. Yeah. It, was like a, it was a story all weekend about just generally a huge fail on the MLB. Right. And you would think at some point, I mean, this stuff I would have to imagine goes through testing and you would think they would put it on at some level and be like, you can see that guy's dong right through the pants. Yeah, but also... But maybe they re maybe they realize like what Omar said, baseball's yes, too boring. Exactly. You gotta, gotta do something to spice it up. So a little see-through uh, clothing maybe all of a sudden. Dong, dong. Look, the, uh, baseball, I mean, football got all these new female viewers this year because, because of Taylor Swift. Yeah. And they added Taylor Swift, and everyone started watching. Baseball's like, what do we do? Quick, uh, give him give Shohei's dong. Quick. Can we get some other pop star? Can we get Olivia Rodrigo no. to date some yeah. MLB star? Uh, forget it then. Just make the pants see-through. <laughs> so we'll get to that later as well. I went to a sporting event yesterday, which I have not been to since I was a child. And I remembered, only went to it one time, but I thought it was the greatest live sporting event I had ever seen in my entire life. And when I found out that they were in L.A., I said, I got to pay it forward and bring my own kids to see the Harlem Globetrotters. Whoa, cool. Because I remember one time, and my parents never took me to anything fun ever. I mean, it, one time we tried to go to a baseball game and my dad fell for some parking scam. This is where I get it from. I realized my parents fell for scams too. And he ended up getting basically... Uh, he followed a guy with a sign that said parking about nine miles away from the ballpark, and then oh. the guy robbed my dad. Oh, my God. And, Seriously? And we didn't end up going to the game. Whoa. And that was our one, like, baseball outing, I remember, as a child. That was, like, going to be our... I'm so shocked that doesn't happen more here. Yeah, I think it used to. I, look, all I know is there was Damn. it was like a bunch of people with neon flags saying park here, park here, park here. And my dad's like, I'm going with this guy. This is my guy. Yeah. And then the guy kept waving him. And at some point, oh, I think, I think like, my mom said, we're going really far, Roger. You still want to go? And he's like, I got a good feeling about this guy. Like father, and, like son. And then uh, we ended up very far away. And then the guy robbed my, uh, my dad. And then and he goes, oh, I guess we're not going to the game now. Oh, and then we went God. home. So... I didn't really get to go to a lot of things, but I did go, and I think it must have been with a friend's family, because whenever I was doing something fun, like the circus or something, it was always because of a friend's family. And it's good that you're a kid, another kid's plus one I was in another, that scenario. Yeah. That all of the, any good memory I have growing up was because I was a plus one of a kid who did fun things, like go to the Harlem Globetrotters. So 
I remember thinking it was amazing. It was the greatest thing ever. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And, and I've never been, so is it, do they actually play a game or is it just all fanfare and... They, they play a do game. Do they ride lions and like anything interesting or what, what uh, do they do? They don't necessarily ride lions, Omar, but great idea. No. They do a lot of... Um, you know, you've just got the, twirling the ball on their finger. It, right? There's a lot of the twirling, but then they have they have first of all, <laughs> then, twir- are, there's more than that. They they have uh-huh. they do like um, for instance <laughs> okay, they have a, they have a little they, they, oh they dribble two balls at the same time. They sometimes that, an extra ball goes on the court. Sometimes <laughs> they jump over the referee when he's not looking. It's a lot Whoa. of antics <laughs> on the back. And, and the fun part, Ali, is there's another team called the Generals, and this team is the loser team that basically has to figure out a way to lose every game. But these guys are all actually pretty good athletes on both teams. These guys probably all played college ball, maybe even played pro uh, So the Generals lose every time? Every time. Except for three times in history they've won, and one time when Krusty the Clown bet on them, they also won, apparently. (laughs) But it's all set up, right? It's all show. Yeah, it's like wrestling for basketball. It's kind of set up. It's like the Banana Nanners, but for basketball. And you don't really know what part is set up and what part is not set up. And they also have a four-point line in addition to a three-point line. So some of the shots are worth four points. And let me tell you, watching a little person in a basketball jersey shoot a four-pointer and it go in is really as exhilarating (laughs) as anything I've ever seen. That seems like something you would really enjoy. I love it. And I get caught up in it and I kind of forget it is script it's not scripted but you there's certain things that obviously they've rehearsed I saw the but video get, on your Instagram and it just looked like a big old mess yes there's some <laughs> of that too but the worst part about it and this is the part that I I don't even think I should probably talk about live on the radio because it could come back to haunt me is it used to be that the at least what I remembered was the Harlem Globetrotters jerseys were red white and blue yes and the other team's jerseys were green and that was pretty much it in this particular case yesterday the harlem globetrotters wore black jerseys and for the remainder of the day my kids told everyone they went and saw the harlem globetrotters and they were rooting for the black team oh my god and i said to my kids many times it stopped saying it and they go but the jerseys were black and i said that's true they were (laughs) you are right in this context you cannot say that i would like you to not say this anymore (laughs) And they must have told 50 people from the person we left at the parking garage at Crypto.com, who was a nice African-American lady. <laughs> we just saw the black team, and the black team won, and we love the black team. And I what kept she, saying... What was her reaction? She put her fist in the air. <laughs> and she said, me too. And I said to my kids, listen... Can you just say you like the green team? And yeah, but said, how do you even like explain? Okay, so the generals I, were still green. The generals were still green. I'm glad they weren't white. That I, I know would have been, <laughs> that would, that would have been a real problem. And they told everyone, and even when they got home, they told my because my wife didn't care about going; she didn't go. And they said, "Daddy took us to see this thing, and let me tell you, the black team is the best team." And I mean, by the she's way, not wrong. I said that applies to all sports. <laughs> But I said, in this particular case, please stop saying it. But like, how do you even explain could, why not? Could not, Ellie. You know, Couldn't. because I'm sure they're saying why, and you're I, like, uh. I tried, but man, they loved they and loved the black team. Loved the black team, and then my daughter, uh, you know, who plays basketball now for with a bunch of uh, you know te- terribly uncoordinated, unathletic five-year-old white girls said if maybe we were a black team we would win, we would score more and i said and she was talking about changing their jerseys but i, si- I still said she's right yeah she's, absolutely she's right, right. Yeah. so i just it what was, a learning experience for your children what a core memory you have made for them that they can <laughs> yeah. now tell yeah but i will say this as far as live sporting events go still great
Still great. I mean, I know I'm like, I should be too old to enjoy that now, but man, those Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Rock, Finale Show. In about five minutes, going to pick up this phone here and make a call to someone who's currently on the standby boarding list. If you would like to go to Australia and see Pearl Jam and you've gotten through and qualified and won yourself some tickets to see them right here at the forum, hopefully you answer our call. We'll be making that just after 7 o'clock. Also, uh, just as a reminder, if we play Chili Peppers at some point this morning, and I would say it's a pretty good bet we will, Whenever you hear Chili Peppers on K-Rock, call in and get yourself some access to the March 2 redo happening on Saturday at the Forum. You will be there. We will be there. And let's make it happen whenever we play Chili Peppers music throughout the entire day and all week long on K-Rock. And people say, God, K-Rock, you play a lot of Chili Peppers. Well, finally, that'll be worth something to you. Tickets to see them at the March 2 redo on Saturday. All right, let's get to it now. Here we go. Your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I can already feel myself getting dumber. All right, so the SAG Awards happened over the weekend, not on a Sunday night like all award shows. This was a Saturday night affair, and it was the first live award show ever being broadcast on Netflix. And for the most part, it's not a highly watched award show, but it definitely means something to the actors who win because all of the other out-of-work actors like me are the ones voting for them. And The Bear won a lot again. Best Comedy Series, Best Actor, Best Actress. Pedro Pascal won for The Last of Us, and he was drunk when he accepted his award. Here's how that sounded. Uh, I thought I could get drunk. And uh, Franklin and Sue, you're with me here tonight. My family is maybe watching. I'm not sure. I'm going to have a panic attack, and I'm going to leave. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even weirder than that was the way they structured this award show. So basically, they would come out, you know, and they had a lot of reunions. It was like Modern Family cast reunion, Breaking Bad cast reunion, Devil Wears Prada cast reunion. So that was cool. Modern Family reunion. Wasn't that just on the air like up until like two years ago? Has it been? Was it that recent? I think so. I feel like these reunions, like... Yeah, I feel like you need at least 10 years to go by to call it well, a reunion. Well, it's not really... I mean, they're going on stage together talking. Yeah. It's not like it's that... It's not like they're doing an episode or doing some kind of a performance or right, something. Right, I know, but I think everyone is so... Everyone really wants to tap into that nostalgia that they're like, all right, they haven't been together in three months. Get them back, call it a reunion, let's well, go. Well, and seeing all the Breaking Bad cast together, you did feel like that. Yeah, that's been 10 years probably and since there was a... And that guy, I think, looks like he's not doing that great. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, nice. I don't even his eyes were open. <laughs> Modern Family ended in 2020. Okay, yeah. so it's been four, four years. years. <laughs> Come on. Well, they were presenting best comedy series, here. and they had won best comedy series a lot. So that was the point: was that they had won a ton, I so they it. went out there and did a thing. Union. But the weird thing was that they would do they would give away an award, and then they would cut to Tan Franz, one of the guys from uh, Queer Eye, and he was like kind of hosting, but kind of not. And he would just be in this innocuous room and then talk to the winners and be like, "All right, Pedro Pascal, you've just won. Tell me everything that you feel about it." And they would do like a five-minute interview in the middle of the award show. It was so weird Everyone's and did not work. Everyone's trying to figure out how to crack the code. They just they used to have a lot of people that watched it. Now no one does. Everyone's trying to say, how can we fix this and yeah. make it more watchable? Well, that's not how. And it turns out that's not the case. But if you got everyone super drunk, like uh, that Pedro Pascal guy where he got all emotional and whatnot... I think if every person in the crowd was, you know... like drunk crying from tequila. Yeah, if you were all doing like power hour, like a shot a minute or something like that, then I think that more people would tune in because you'd want to see these people like... Who wouldn't want to see 
Who's that old lady that wins all the awards that everyone loves? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to see Meryl Streep get up there hammered and give some yeah. sort and of then speech? And it cuts to ten friends and he's like, Meryl Streep has just grown up for the third time. Yeah. Meryl, how do you feel? People would watch that, I'm telling you. <laughs> all right, AT&T has been hanging its head in shame for the last week because of the big outage that left almost 100,000 people without service. I was one of those people. It was a mild inconvenience. And they said it was not a cyber attack, though they are investigating it to see if it was a cyber attack. And AT&T wants to make it right. So they've decided what that cost is for their customers. And they texted everybody, letting them know that there was going to be a credit on their account for the inconvenience. And that credit was for $5. That's the price of not being able to use your phone for 12 hours. And I, I was at Costco yesterday, and you know, in that like when you first walk in, those AT&T people are always there. Oh, yeah, trying to get you. Yeah, and they were like, hey, do you want to talk about AT&T? And I was like, couldn't you guys take a weekend off? Yeah, I mean, no. because of all this stuff, but now's maybe you just... Now they got a strike. you got to make back that $5 <laughs> so you're Now is not the time. It's funny because it doesn't seem like much for any person who's going to get the credit, and the company's probably like, you know... Spending when, so much money. It's probably a billion dollars they're like uh, going to lose by doing this, but meanwhile, each person's going $5. It means nothing. It's I would Insignificant. And what's annoying is I get the text message saying there's a credit and right. I'm like ooh and then you get all excited and then you get excited and then you realize it's five dollars and it's like that's not even worth the process of finding out how much it was yeah. all right what is popcorn brain apparently because of social media and many other things just the internet in general our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter just for reference in 2003 our average attention span was two minutes and 30 seconds in 2012 it was 75 seconds and now today Everyone's attention span, for the most part, is 47 seconds. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Right. I suffer from that popcorn brain big time. Yeah, and I, I think say, you were one of the first. Trendsetter. I would, I would, I'm the Orville Renbacher of popcorn brain. <laughs> I was there early. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Uh, we kick off a brand new hour of the show. Give away a trip to Australia after Blink on K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the world famous K-Rock. All right, welcome to Monday. It's going to be a good day for you to be locked in on Klein Alley Show K-Rock because we have lots for you. Every time we play Chili Peppers, call us up. We'll get you into the March 2 redo. we got that to look forward to. Also coming up, tickets to see Tom Segura telling jokes as part of Netflix as a joke. That'll be at the Forum. So both those first events we talked about will be at the Forum. Then, how about a trip to Vegas in your future? Nick Hexham of 311 will be stopping by to hang with us in about two hours, and we'll break down all the festivities planned for 311 weekend in Vegas, and we'll be sending someone to Vegas, qualifying person every day this week before we give away that trip. But right now, Allie, we've got a trip to give away to Australia. Let's do it. A lot of people on this standby boarding list. I'm looking at these names. All people that qualified over the last week on K-Rock. This is the best part. This for us is the best part, by far. I just love getting good news. It's We great. usually have to give bad news. That's almost always the case. Now we get to deliver good news. If someone answers, if not, we'll just keep dialing until someone picks up. Hello? Yeah, hi. Is Ryan around? Yes, Tim. We are live on K-Rock as we speak. Oh, my God. No way. Are you ready to hear some good news? Please, please. You are going to see Pearl Jam in Australia. Oh, my God. Are you serious? No way. That's crazy. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy. To say it out loud now, the fact that we're actually giving this trip away does seem crazy. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm, I'm be able to go to Pearl Jam in Australia. That's unbelievable. It's my dream. It's my dream to go out Australia. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Ryan Tarzana is going from the standby list to the actual boarding list. Two round-trip airfare tickets from L.A. to Sydney. Three-night hotel stay. Two tickets to Pearl Jam at Giant Stadium on November 21st. And it's all yours just for listening. K-Rock, baby. K-Rock. Woo! Is it hurt that this man is living your dream? Yes. You've always wanted to go there. Yeah. Thanks for rubbing that in. Uh, anything you'd like to add, Ryan, before we say goodbye? I want to say sometimes in life, you got to take the risk, take a chance, go for it. If you, if you don't think it's going to happen, you don't know until you try. Take a risk and call a phone number. That's right. It's a real risk. It's a gamble. That's, that's it. That's it. Congrats, Ryan. Do you have any other closing thoughts? I'm excited. I'm excited to be kangaroos and everything. All right. Thank <laughs> you. Goodbye. Cannons, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. If you need us, the numbers are 800-520-1067. You can join the show for a variety of reasons. Remember, listen closely for some chili peppers. When you hear it, call us up. We'll get you to the March 2 redo. Uh, yes, the question, did Klein drink at the... I did not drink at the Globetrotters game. Another opportunity where there was booze available for me for free because I was in the uh, the K-Rock box there, but I did not... Um, oh, you were in the box? Yeah, and, they, and, they, and I was the only one there, by the way. I don't know if there was always <laughs> beer there, but I opened up the thing, and there was beer. Uh, there was... Cool. Six pack. Of, Sometimes you get a couple of rogue white claws too. Yeah, there was a couple leftover. There was definitely the leftovers. Yeah. A couple the randoms. The long like soldiers. all the bad flavors of and, white claws. Yeah, and then there was uh, uh, beers there too, and it just sat there the whole time. And I looked at it, and I wanted to trust uh, me, would have loved the beer. Didn't have, have one. Given them to your kids at least. So I they don't did. Go to waste. I said, kids, drink up. This is mango cart. There's fruit in here. <laughs> drink it. 
Uh, I did not drink, so I am still, here we are now, God, it's almost two months, and no. I have not broken my forced resolution of the alcohol. I can actually attest to that, because we did a dinner last week, and um, Klein ordered a club soda with a side of blue cheese olives. So sad. And then switched <laughs> to iced tea, ring-a-ding, in the middle of it. Yeah, I try, it, I try to fool myself into thinking I'm you're drinking. Tr- you're getting creative with your non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah, but the problem is, they don't put, they put non-alcoholic drinks in different glasses than alcoholic drinks. I don't know why they do that, and, the, and because of Cup? Well, it's a sippy cup. <laughs> but because I have such a big nose. It's like a plastic top. I can't it. fit the nose. A drinking cup usually has a nice big, usually has a nice round, big glass. It's got that crispness, yeah. yeah and, and all the, 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 the non-alcoholic drinks, they put in these tiny little glasses that when I try to sip of it, I can't even get the thing over my Yeah, beak when you're nose. like a night, like a hotel or something, the water is in the tiniest, the tiniest little, glasses. Yeah, like a vase almost yeah. I'm drinking out of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's so terrible, it's and, I don't so wanna, and I don't want to be a straw guy. So I uh, yeah, just sat oh, there. Oh, man, I'd love to see you turn into a straw guy. So I, the reason <laughs> I switched drinks, Alex, I saw a guy at the table next to me. I thought he was drinking an iced tea. I said, that's at least a cup I can fit over my nose. <laughs> and I ordered that thing, and then they brought it in an even smaller little like vessel, like a beaker. They brought it to me. I feel me like in. even the way that the waiter looked at you, yeah, he I know. was like, you want what? I you want like, forget it. I, know, I hate it. Club soda and blue cheese? Yeah, I said Olive? usually. I said to the guy, usually I would have vodka in here as well, but I'm not drinking. And <laughs> even that guy looked like he was judging me. Well, so. I've been doing my hot yoga, but I kind of reached a weird milestone in my hot yoga process. I've gotten to the point where the owner slash main instructor now remembers me and knows me. Oh, you're a regular because you have to be. Yeah. Oh, forced so, regulars. And there are some regulars that go like every day or every other day, and they're they're usually very very uh chatty about how often they go to hot yoga i'm just quiet i go in there i do my thing and then there's a couple of little exchanges whatever for some reason now the owner is calling me out by name regularly during the classes and i don't know if she's trying to like sucker me into doing it more often like, and paying like, more money call you out as don't do it like that like don't do what she's doing no 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 i'm actually getting better at hot yoga believe it or not which is a weird feeling and so it's a little bit like and straighten out your back but also curve your back nice allison nice oh, all right really? now keep going keep you're going. the one who gets name checked during the class yes and now she's like coming over and it, yes that's you, what i'm saying e- even if um and maybe it's kind of one of those like feel good stories where she's picking you because you probably don't look like all the other girls that are doing hot yoga <laughs> and, and they're, they're like we have to make her feel better they have to make, they have to, yeah. everyone else feel like they have a chance yeah they, have, they want to make you feel included <laughs> in it but it's like, like me and the one really big hot sweaty guy <laughs> <laughs> keep name checking both of you. Yeah. Good job, Bruce. Yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> Allison, good job. Allison, what are you thinking? His name is I have to- nothing to show for myself. I am a loser. Okay. That's right. That's what we're thinking, really. <laughs> Why good would work. I say that during the class? But you know what other truth. You know what else is funny is if you're the person in the workout class that gets name mentioned, especially regularly, then people start to subliminally hate you. Yes. Because you become kind of like the teacher's pet. Yeah. Which I feel like you were in school. So yes, now but I'm not fact- doing it. I was in school, but I'm not trying to. I'm trying to be inconspicuous, client. I don't want to be known. Who's here. worse than the teacher's pet in a workout class? Yeah, no it, it's. I think that is the worst teacher's pet scenario the for worst. sure. Because it's like it gets you nothing. Why are you trying to be the instructor's favorite? You know, the instructor doesn't care. They just want anyone who's going to give them money. But in this you scenario, it's making me motivated not to go because I don't want to take her classes and be called out during the class, and I don't want to be challenged. You know, I just want to coast through Omar, this hot yoga experience. Omar, tell me if you're with me on this. I think Allie mm-hmm. is an attainable body. Like you know what I mean? Like like they could go with some of the other people there and be like, "You're doing a good job." 
uh, Chanel or Crystal or one of the hot girl names, you know? <laughs> right. And everyone's going like, but that's impossible. But Allie's very like... I'm translucent. Yeah, like like like. <laughs> yeah. I always splotchy. have just a little flab. Like anyone could yeah. do out. Anyone could be out. Yeah. Like they could stop. Quit There's the usually a wardrobe malfunction yeah, happening. They could quit I'm the sweating class. in weird places under my boobs. Yeah, maybe that's why you're like attainable. <laughs> so like everyone's like, all right, she's picking the nice, attainable. Nice, Allison. One. Keep going. Keep going. And go more. Oh, more. More. Up. 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 I'm like, oh, oh that sounds too intense. It for is. Yoga. It's too much. Isn't yoga supposed to be relaxing, almost like a meditation? But I don't think the hot yoga is because the hot kind yoga is, is extreme. Not. Yeah, oh, but then they also have they have all kinds of different ones now. They have also ones where it's a silent yoga, hot yoga class where they don't talk during it. They just kind of insinuate That's what moves what you you're supposed do. to do. Next. That's for you. <laughs> Trust me, I've heard your stories. That's you. System on K-Rock. All right, how would you like to go see Tom Segura at the uh, Forum? We've been giving away a lot of tickets to this Netflix is a Joke comedy festival that's taking place. Uh, one of the biggest traveling touring comedians right now, and Bert's good friend, Tom Segura. We'll get you in to, uh, they just did some stuff in Vegas, actually, right before the Super Bowl. That looked like a lot of fun. And if you'd like to go to that show at the Forum, we got some tickets for you. All you got to do is uh, give us our favorite, Don't Be a Dick, Neighbor Edition now. There's so many different types of dicks you can be, and when you have neighbors that are dicks, especially if they live above you in an apartment building or next to you, they can completely change the entire trajectory of your living experience. Good neighbors, life-changing in a very good way, sometimes become good friends. Some people still, to this day, will not move because they become best friends with their neighbors, oh. and they're like, this is such a cool hang we yeah. have. I have a friend, and this is beautiful, because you think about the way the world used to be, right? No one had fences, everyone just kind of hung out, and then we all started being like, let's go ahead and create barricades so we don't have to deal with each other. He told me that a neighbor that they met, complete strangers, they both lived on a street in the valley together, have become so close that over this last weekend, they finally ripped the fence down between both of their yards to create a some a sort of a, a mega yard. Cool. And I was thinking to myself, what a beautiful symbolic yet real life thing that happens. Best case scenario with neighbors where you become such good friends now and then they've created this kind it's of... Basically like a commune. It's a commune. Yeah. And it's LA so it's still like only a total of like 35 square feet but it's a m mega yard. Yeah. And no, it's, it's so a beautiful true. thing that happens because the reality is for the most part I think most people go, I'm moving somewhere. How can I immediately create some sort of blockage so I never see the person next to me? Yeah, and and think a lot of neighbors are like that, where they'd rather just kind of keep to themselves. Because if you get really involved in the community, you can meet people you like, but you could also meet a lot of dicks. So we'll take your calls and text at 800-520-1067. Open nominees now as we try to save society each and every week by ridding the world of the dicks. And this is Don't Be a Dick, the Neighbor Edition. And already out of the gate, I think Allie realizes that this weekend she's become one of the dick neighbors. Yes, And that because... is the neighbor that goes around and tries to give all the other neighbors whatever dumb thing is growing on their property. <laughs> now, I get it. It's a nice thing to have. It's Look, a first and I never asked problem. for these fruit trees. They were just a part of the... They came with the house, right? And there's a lot it. of responsibility, you know, but I'm trying not to F it up too much. And I had to do... I had to pick them all, even though I don't even eat grapefruit. So I had to try and... and, and you know, push them on everybody in the neighborhood. And there are a lot of people like with really high voices going like, oh, yeah, I eat grapefruit. Yeah, people get annoyed by it because they feel like it's a weird thing to say no to because it's literally someone giving you free something. But at some point you go, I get it. Like you have grapefruit. 
I don't want it. And, and, and so you're trying to do a nice thing. But that's why, just put that dumb basket in front and people can, I, I see and that. Put all, free on it. Yeah, my dog will pee on all these baskets. When I take him out on walks, everyone's got a basket. Oh, uh, have a lemon, have a this, whatever people are growing. <laughs> and uh, I try to not let them do that. But those those baskets sit there and people want them, they take them. And if they don't, there's no forced pressure like there is with the Girl Scouts to have to okay. participate. So your suggestion is for me to put out a bucket and let a dog pee on it? That's right. That's <laughs> That's what a good neighbor well, would do. I, I have a, actually a neighbor behind me who I'd like to nominate for this edition of Don't Be a Dick, and that is the incognito spy neighbor who, for some reason, feels it to be necessary to spy on everybody in the neighborhood. And That's you. No. I you am, do that. No, I'm just a casual peeper, Jake. That has nothing it's to do with This is intentional <laughs> spying. Yeah, Allie just looks for her own pleasure, her own sexual gratification. No, I just have, if there's a window open or a garage door open or something, I'm just taking a little peek. I'm just peeking. It's already there. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not that lady with binoculars trying to get in on people's personal lives. So but what this is, lady, well, every yeah, time I see her, no, she'll be like, oh, yeah, your kid's getting so big. I see him playing in the yard. And I'm like, why that's are you creepy. looking in my yard? Yeah, like, that's weird. Like, he looks delicious. Yeah, it's just like, and she'll even talk about some of our like schedules, like, oh yeah, you leave so early, and oh, you know, blah, 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 like just things uh, that I'm like, why, why do you know these things, every, and why are you sharing them? Every with me? street will have one person that fits that role. Like yes. they, they, they kind of are the self-appointed mayor of whatever the street is, and they feel the need to know everyone's business. And yeah, they but do they're not, not like, even not like known. friendly. I'm gonna tell you all my business because I trust you. It's just I'm forcing myself on everybody. My nominee for Don't Be a Dick Neighbors is the... Per I always feel like if you live in a place, you're allowed to have one car per person. That's it. If you have more than one car, and especially the mm. people that are car people, they yeah. always have like three or four more cars. They're always work. It becomes a thing where not only do you take over your own whatever, but then you start taking over whatever spots there are on the street. Yes. And That's funny because this is a nomination on the text line. It, it, First it, to have seven cars. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I'm telling it's you right now. It always parks in front of our house. I have never not lived next to someone or a few doors down from someone that for some reason is doing something with a lot of cars. It always seems shady, like they're running a Turo thing or they're or they're fixing a bunch of cars. It always does but, seem but, shady. But they don't or there's like way too many people living in the house. I, I, that part, I don't even care. As long as there's a car per person, I just feel like sometimes like I see two people and I see six cars. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I hate it so much. Is it that is the same car where like the, the same house where the cops are always there? No, I don't see because cops. Because I have a house like that in my neighborhood where the cops are there probably once a month. This one is just a, it's like one of those, you have too many cars things. You're, you're not playing by the rules of society at that point. And I, I got to nominate you. We'll take these calls in a second. I see you on the phones. We'll pick our favorites, give you tickets to see Tom Segura. 800-520-1067. Don't be a dick as we save society. This time looking for biggest dick neighbors. Could score you some tickets. We'll do it after Weezer, K-Rock. Solving the world's problems by creating new ones. Also saving society. It's some of the many things we do on this show on a weekly, daily, every morning basis. And right now it's uh, Don't Be a Dick time. As we are opening the nominees for your neighbors, it's the Don't Be a Dick Neighbor Edition. On the line, tickets for you to go see Tom Segura at the uh, Netflix is a Joke Comedy Festival. And here we go. Valerie on K-Rock. We've heard some great nominees already, but go ahead. What do you got for us? So I used to live in El Cajon, which is like about a million degrees if you've ever been there. Mm -hmm. And I bought this big inflatable pool. And I had this uh, Dale Earnhardt kind of neighbor, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And he asked if he could use my pool. 
anytime he wanted because we had a shared community space. And I said, sure, I didn't mind. Um, and one night he got really drunk and started acting like really inappropriate. And I let him know that I felt a little uncomfortable. And he, you know, went to bed with his tail between his legs. But um, the next day my pool suddenly started leaking little by little. And it completely was emptied out. And he feigned innocence to the fact. But uh, he also, his mother was the manager of the property itself. And after my pool deflated and flooded everywhere, I also got evicted because I failed to put sandbags in our community area as well. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I don't know who's worse now. I mean, this guy sounds (laughs) terrible, but also the person that decides to throw up the giant inflatable pool. I mean... Let's it leak everywhere. It could, be, <laughs> it could be one of those ones where you're nominated, but maybe you are the... You're the perpetrator as you well. You could be the dick, yeah. Valerie. I hate to say it. Willie on K-Rock, don't be a dick. Neighbors, what do you got? Yeah, so uh, we just got a dog, a puppy, recently, and our neighbor, the moment he saw it, just started causing problems, uh, reaching out to management, going to our door while we're gone, um, knocking on the door to make the dog cry and record it. Whoa. Send it to management. And um, his wife will come up and like try petting the dog, and he'll grab his wife and throw her inside the house. You know, it's funny because I have been I have been the person that has gotten a dog before and watched the neighbor's reaction. And if they are dog people, usually it's oh, that's great, another dog. But people that do not like dogs, or at least don't know what type of dog it's going to be, yeah. I feel the same about uh, dogs I do as cars. One per person. If all of a sudden your house got nine dogs there all the time, well, it will right. be a lot of... There's just nothing you can do to... Cut, it will but be if, barking all the time. But if you are that person, you have to announce to... Like like my neighbor, when I moved in, she told me, I have dogs. If it ever bothers you, please let me know. But they're like yappy dogs. And there's three of them. She, I do remember when she got a third one. I was like, damn. Eventually. But she does say that yeah. like I am aware of it. I have dogs and they're yappy. I'm going to make sure that I keep it under control. At some point, you do kind of not notice it anymore. I mean, you do. It's annoying as all hell. Because yeah. I have lived. I had a guy behind me one time. And he would just put his dogs in the yard for hours on end. Usually, Which I didn't think people still did that. And it was like, at some point, the dog was good for the first hour. But after the second, third hour, I was like, let me in. I want to get in. And this guy wouldn't do it. And he didn't hear it because he was inside. I heard it because right in my, our backyard's touch. It is one of the more, and I love dogs. I, yeah, you know me. Right. Uh, I love them. But that I could not handle. Grant, don't be a dick. Neighbor edition. What do you got? Uh, my neighbor, he's a, about a 50-year-old man that lives with his elderly mom. And they decide to get a pet goat. And sometimes late at night, not only does the goat make noise, but late at night, um, he'll get loaded and start complaining about his mom to the goat. <laughs> you got to I got to move to your neighborhood. Hey, dude, that sounds not, amazing. You're so lucky. Uh, you it's don't totally even realize lucky. you've got gold mine neighbors. And please send us audio of that. I beg of you. Send us any audio of that. She never can decide what she wants for dinner. What? So I said. <laughs> what, hey, what's the per- Grant, you know, the, is the purpose of the goat um, to like do landscaping for free? Or is it, do you have any idea why they have the goat? I have absolutely no idea, but when he's loaded out there, he starts yelling at the goat saying, I know, I don't know what to do, but she's going to throw us out on the street if we don't listen to her. <laughs> uh, is that, that's so awesome. Dude, you're so lucky. The goat's just like, eh. I'd kill for that. <laughs> I, would watch, I would set up two beef folding yes. beef chairs and watch the goat yelling every night. I would, I would never listen. live stream that. Yes. Please do. I'm telling you. Screw be... Jackie and Shadow. I'd yeah. watch that every morning. Yeah. Oh, Allie. Pull the clip of Allie saying, screw Jackie and Shadow. <laughs> she can get thrown out of California for those claims. <laughs> hey, Felicia on K-Rock. Don't be a dick neighbor edition. Who do you got for us? 
and my upstairs neighbor has this horrible dog that they refuse to train and they leave it on their upstairs balcony all the time and it just leaves its droppings there. And when they come home, they dump buckets of water on there and it oh. washes all Ew. over my patio. Okay, that is such a level of annoying. When you have an upstairs balcony neighbor and they don't have any any understanding that beneath their balcony is exactly another balcony. Yeah. So they go, oh, wow, the balcony's full of dripping, dog. disgusting. I'll, I'll just go ahead and pour a bucket of water. That's like, not our problem anymore, and then it just goes all over this woman's balcony. Well, and in general, on the text line, a lot of people nominated the people who don't pick up after their dogs. Yeah, but... Just in the, in the, in the you know, whole community, they're walking the same route every day and just brazenly leaving crap wherever they go. Chrissy, uh, it's time for Don't Be a Dick Neighbor Edition. Who do you got for us? So one of our neighbors, um, when my grandmother passed away, we purchased the house for my husband's grandparents. Um, she, when she passed away, the neighbor had gone around and collected money to give to our family for the funeral expenses, and we never got that money. Oh. What? So, so what? She you think she took the money? Yeah, she basically took money from like all the neighbors. So neighbors are saying things like, "Hey, I donated money for your funeral." What like, the I never hell? Got it. That's a different. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. It's that's just a flat-out criminal neighbor. Yeah, but that's yeah, right. The fake do-gooder neighbor. That that I do know that type though. In general, that one's a next the ones level. that do good, but they only do good for attention, or they do good for them. It's a it's a personal gain, really, more right. than the the good of the neighborhood. Uh, let's say hi to Chris. This one's going to hit me personally. Go ahead, Chris. Welcome to Don't Be a Dick Neighbor. All right, so I got this neighbor <clears throat> that waits till I'm not looking after I have my kids uh, put out the trash cans. And our trash is relatively, like, compact, you know. We keep it nice and clean, and, you know, we don't okay. overflow it. I get but it. But then they they wait till we're not looking yep. to put their overflowing trash okay. into our Thank trash you. cans. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you. I've been accused of doing that before. Because and I, you've been accused because you're guilty of it. I am guilty of doing that. And yeah. I didn't think it was such a big deal because, once again, yeah, I don't Yeah, but know, your trash is disgusting trash. You told me Allie, about it. It is trash. And these are cans that hold trash. Yeah, but this is I'm like not, weird soup trash. And like no, I said, you know, that people who do sometimes have... Sometimes it's Amazon boxes that I don't have room for. Listen, I get it. I bet it. they're not even broken down boxes. I received a very passive-aggressive note on my can to stop using neighbor's cans. I have a neighbor. They put their cans out every week. There's nothing in there. They put out <laughs> empty cans every week. It's like they're rubbing it in my face. <laughs> I got, no, I got nothing but garbage. How do they have no trash? I don't. That's the part that's crazy to me. What are they doing with it? So look into them. They must have Se goats back there. They're feeding them too. <laughs> Seven one four said the neighbor who leaf blows the actual street for multiple houses in either direction and then blows all their crap into your yard. Moose on K Rock. Good morning, Moose. Hey, good morning. I got a neighbor that feeds the stray cats. So I got like 30, 40 stray cats around my house. Cool. They no. Pool. No. Not they cool. don't wash them. They smell disgusting. And, you know, and the, they, they gossip. Cats are like, uh, you know, that's where they get that catty. Yeah, they, they tell the world. Oh, by the way, free food over here. Three stray cats becomes 10, becomes 20, becomes 40 way quick. Alan. I know. It's great. It's not great. No, it's terrible. Like a little cat palace. Uh, all right. We got to figure this out. There's a lot of good ones here. We got a lot more we haven't gotten to yet. Jonathan, we give you the final word, and then we got to go ahead and pick our winner, give away some tickets, see Tom Segura. What's up? It's the guy who throws the parties, but when he's done with the party, all the people that came to his party left red party cups everywhere, Hello. all through your street and trash. If only there was a song about those cups. <laughs> That'd be great, huh? Everyone loves that. All right, uh, Allie, listen, we could do this all day, but Dude, we, hands ha down, we, gotta we have to move on. Who's the winner, hands down? Dude, goat. Goat. But so obvious. 
Goat is not a bad neighbor. I don't care. Goat is a great he neighbor. Goat's a winner. I, of all those neighbors, there's no one I'd want to live next to minus the goat person. <laughs> All right, whatever. I've been uh, overruled, I guess. I mean, Omar, wouldn't you agree? I, uh, yeah, go, go. Gotta yeah. go, go. Gotta All go, right. go. Got, uh, you win. We'll send you to see Tom Segura, a uh, guy that's got the goat neighbor. But please get us some footage of this. I'm begging yeah, you. I gotta sure. see this. My life is incomplete without it. We take a super quick break. Back in a moment. Remember, if we play Chili Peppers music, and we very well could very soon, call us up. We'll get you into the March 2 redo. Nick Hexum at 311. Join us later this morning. We'll tell you how to go to Vegas and see that band and more next. Finale show. Listen for that Chili Peppers. You'll get it. You always claim that's what you get too much of here. Well, when you do hear Chili Peppers anytime this week, not just with us, but throughout the day, call in, get into the March 2 redo happening at the forum on Saturday. Or, of course, if you bought yourself some tickets for the Acoustic Christmas show, then hopefully you've gotten an email by now, Ticketmaster, with details or Go to krock.com so we can see you on Saturday. All right, we'll get to your news now. Kick off a brand new hour of the show. Uh, Nick Hexham will be coming by this morning as well from 311. We'll tell you how we can get you to Vegas for that. And I can't believe it, Allie, but one of the single people that we met on the single person spotlight leading up to Valentine's Day actually did go on a date with a listener. Oh, good. And we are going to have this person join us for a little where'd you go, how far'd you go coming up later this morning. So lots and lots of stuff to get to. Right now, though, let's get to your news. Uh, remember, if any robberies took place and Allie reports on crime, call us up. Get yourself a home security system from the monitoring center. Here we go. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Anyway, I saw a dog today. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Klein, because we start this ADD News with yet another string of robberies. And this one is not a retail store. This didn't happen at a mall. Instead, this is happening at a condo complex in the Pico-Robertson area. And this condo has all of a sudden become sort of a hot spot for break-ins. And um, it's interesting what they're doing here. Listen, th this is their move. That's my car. Oh. Smashing grabs have been afflicting this Pico-Robertson neighborhood. This is video of a condo complex on the 800 block of Wooster Street getting broken into. We see suspects attempt to make entry through the front doors as they look straight into the cameras. Once inside, they roam the underground parking garage and make their move. So once they get into the complex, they can go downstairs to the little residential parking garage where... I've actually had stuff stolen when I lived in an apartment complex Me that had too. a big communal garage like that. And it's funny, they kept their solution was more cameras, and it didn't seem to deter. We had car break-ins yes. all the time, and they go, well, another car was broken into, so we're adding another camera. And it was like, what? What do we need? How much footage do we need? We're not releasing this thing, uh, you know, in theaters. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like the cameras are doing anything. How about you get a better gate or you barb wire or you do that electric fence? <laughs> There's a lot of things you could do aside from just more cameras. I know, but it's... No. It, a moat. a moat. You know me, I know, a big fan right, of the Jake. moat. But with the drought, we couldn't do it. But now that we're not a drought, we're no longer in the drought. Now's the time for the moat, baby. <laughs> now we got moat water. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, okay. It is an election year. If you are registered to vote, you've likely gotten a million things in the mail already. But this year, the so city... much mail. Oh my about god, it's voting. so much. It's, I, can't even I keep hate up the with sample it. ballot. I'm like, can you just? Do it? And then they're like, now here's the real one. Now that you've had time to go through the sample one, I'm like, I never went through the sample one. I was outside my place the other day, right when the mail was being delivered, and I had my back and forth with the mail person, and they reach into their bag to give me the stack of crap, <laughs> and I just said to them because I had my trash cans out there, I said, said can you just throw I it? I said, all you in can there. just put it right here, and they seemed so. Offended. Dejected and offended by it. And then they said to me, I think there's a vote thing in here, though. I go, I, they'll find me. It's true. Like, I, I, it just is like so, such an unnecessary middle step of me reaching in and being like, yep, more crap, and then throwing it out. And But the male person did seem 
sad that I said, can you just put it right in the trash can? But <laughs> well, I am yeah. going to get a... Because they're literally telling them to their face, like, your job is useless to me. I know, but I'm going to get a, one of those blue... If you take one of those blue recycle bins that we all have outside of our place, flip it upside down and put a red flag on it, it will look like it's one of those postal service boxes, <laughs> and I'm going to just create a, a little step, a little hack, so they can go right in the trash. Oh, that's a good idea. Thank you um, for humoring my terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's like um, when you said you were going to wear adult diapers. I just yes you. I still love that idea, <laughs> and they're called rock pants. Um, all right, and then finally, you know, we talked a while back about how um, pasta can be good for you in certain scenarios. It was a big story. A lot of people, of course, shy away from pasta because there was this whole, like, no-carb epidemic. And then there was this study, which I feel like people in Italy have been just working around the clock to prove that pasta is actually good for you. And they figured out that al dente pasta does have nutritional benefits. Well, now they're doing the same thing with fries, and they have discovered that under certain scenarios, fries go. can be beneficial for your um, health. Great. It's just about the way that it's stored and the way that it's uh, made. Well, is this where they try to give you that baked fry crap? Because um, if, they, if they're deep frying them in oil... Yeah, that, that, I, I would assume that deep frying them in oil is not... got to be good. Well, it says preserving potatoes in cold storage ensures that the chip and fry producers have... Okay, so then they keep... Basically, the way that you're preserving them will keep all the nutrients inside. So it's all about how you store the it's potato? It's about how you store the potato, But it yeah. can't be... Once they drop it into a vat of deep fried oil, or, or what's the good... They're making beef tallow, like when they put it in the beef fat directly... That's where they taste the best. Well, that yeah, can't I be mean, good for you, right? I, I guess maybe what we're learning here is that if you eat crappy fries, they're good for you. <sighs> Great. But if you eat really good fries, they're bad for you. All I heard in all of this, Allie, is that eating fries is good for you, <laughs> and I'm going to remember that moving forward and with my life. I don't know if you think like you eat bad. You've eaten bad pizza, and you see, say even bad pizza is good, right? Mm, Do you yeah, think but, it's the same for fries? Uh, no, bad fries are really bad, and bad fries. Anytime you get fries delivered, they're just never as good. Well, no, because I think, you know, with, with once they do get cold, yeah. they're terrible. Yeah, they're can... just all mealy. Hey, uh, Jonathan from Rancho Cucamonga, what can we do for you? Uh, I swear I wanted a home security system for my home. Well, guess what? You uh, called in. Allie did report on a robbery happening. And as a result, we're going to hook you up with a brand new home security system from the monitoring center. It's all yours, okay? Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, and thank you for listening to us. Keep your stuff safe. Uh, let's give you the brand new Sum 41 song now, Landmines. Then we'll kick off a new hour of the show. we got lots to give you, so go nowhere. It gets good starting next, maybe. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Monday. Not much we can do about that. Although we can potentially make it the greatest Monday of your life. We'll make that happen in a few ways. Uh, when you hear Chili Peppers music, and you will... Sooner rather than later, call us up. We'll get you into the March 2 redo. If you'd like to go to Vegas and celebrate 311 weekend with the band 311, Nick Hexham will be by later this morning to explain exactly how to do that. And congratulations. Earlier this morning, we got to give away a trip to Australia to see Pearl Jam. Ryan in Tarzana is packing his bags, and he and his best friend will be traveling to Australia as part of K-Rock World Tour. Also... I know we didn't announce a new destination this week because we're doing these chili pepper tickets, but I did hear a rumor as to what is the next destination. It is, I know I keep saying this is going to be the best trip ever, best combo band destination. I, the next one, Allie, is by far the best one. I know it's crazy to say we're outdoing ourselves with Pearl Jam in uh, Australia. The next one, because of the band We've and where... In Tokyo. I, I know. Sydney, I mean, Trust where me, else? The next one is... 
Did anyone else hear the, the next moon. one? The moon. You're going to the moon. I'm not saying where it is, which band it is. I'll probably screw up and say it accidentally, but if it's true what I heard, it's it's going to be the best one by far. No question. Hmm. I'm trying That's to think of where else you would think is cool. That's all I'm going to say. Another place I've never been. Would love to go. And if you get to go... Well, and it's not Mexico. It's not Mexico. You can eliminate places I've been. <laughs> Mexico and Canada. Goodbye. <laughs> It's not either and of you. And Spain that one time. Uh, yeah, that's true. But uh, that leaves a lot of countries on the map still. And we'll give you that, those details probably next week at some point. All right, this hour, lots to get into on the show. And uh, we will uh, get into a little where'd you go, how far'd you go action with a listener of ours that went on a first date with another listener, I believe. That was during Single Person Spotlight. Who's the woman, Vanessa, we're going to be talking to for this? Michelle. Michelle. We met Michelle. I remember her clearly. Uh, that'll be coming up later this hour. We'll get to that. Um, how did Allie become the most hated person out of Costco? Well, can't wait to find out that. I think I have some uh, my own guesses. <laughs> we'll do that. And, of course, get to your calls, give you some stuff. That's what we do around here. This is K-Rock. Welcome to the week. K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Chili Peppers songs coming up shortly. We'll get you into the March 2 redo. We got that for you. Of course, you can always call us, text us, whatever's on your mind. The number is 800-520-1067. Hello. Hello. Yes, Hello. Yes, hello. Is this Kevin and Allie? Yes. Well, this is Secondhand Cindy. <gasps> Secondhand Cindy! Oh, oh my. we've been waiting to hear from you. How are you? So I thought she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just uh, people around me. Secondhand Cindy. That's all the second. That's the third hand smoke. Don't get it at that point. Wait, secondhand Cindy. Oh, my. One of my favorite people on planet Earth. I had not heard from you in in ages. An original listener to the show. We go back many years. You can hear in that voice. She loves a cigarette or two. You still smoke, Cindy? Oh, yeah. In fact, I'm smoking now. Oh, God bless you. I love it. You know, secondhand Cindy is the first time she ever called in. I I can't remember why you were calling into our show, but then we pivoted completely (laughs) and we all tried to guess what brand of cigarettes you smoke and i believe it was camels uh yes uh non-filter that's right Camel you can hear that yeah, yeah, the yeah filters for pussies right cindy that's it yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I lo- uh, secondhand cindy to me is as good as you get as a person i mean at one point and i don't know if i'm speaking out of turn here but you you lived in your car is that right Correct, correct. And then when your life started to get back on track, you no longer needed that car, so you spray-painted the entire car to promote our show and just left it in a parking lot of a grocery store. Correct. Plus, drove up and down, giving you free advertising. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no I mean one, we had no advertising budget. No, we no, still don't. Yeah, no one, uh, no one does anything. And this woman's driving around California in a car that looks like it was gang tag but regardless thank you and uh i i haven't heard from you in ages where do you um, live now um i live in the Cita, the valley oh, oh you're in the so valley. you live down here yes i do um what song was that tom petty uh uh free falling right yeah <laughs> right uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's good and and i think i because I, I follow you secondhand cindy on instagram you, she's on instagram yes secondhand cindy's here. on instagram and i believe your handle is secondhand cindy is it not it is yes client i didn't even tell you she sent me a voice message on instagram what yeah i actually i have it i am driving to the valley i'm listening to you guys but it's breaking up Period. <laughs> I will try and call when I get to San Luis Obispo. Period. <laughs> if not, I'll call tomorrow morning. 
period. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are back together and so happy. Oh, Cindy. You guys are going to be successful. I knew it. I knew you would. I will follow you guys all the time. Oh. Secondhand Cindy is back. Wow. Yes. Period. What a message, Secondhand Cindy. You got to leave more of those. I will. Would you, uh, do you guys need more uh, advertising? You Why, yeah, do you have another uh, car? Yeah, 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 we could use any promotion yeah. we can get. I'm telling you right now, this company is cheap and they're broke. And uh, anything you can do to help spread the word about our show would be great. I'd be willing to do that, you guys. And I tell everyone about you guys. Uh, <laughs> listen, anytime we can get a new listener, every, every day we hear it from somebody that's, uh, I'm leaving L.A., I took a job in Texas, I'm not, sorry, I'll never be able to hear you again. So it's important we get people to move into L.A. that know who we are. And secondhand, Cindy, uh, I just found this. This was the theme song, Allie, that was recorded to celebrate this beautiful woman. I don't know if she's heard this in years, but take a listen. Oh my god. Do you love your song? I do. Hey, uh what is your drink of choice, secondhand Cindy? My drink of choice? Yes, that's right. Uh actually I'm drinking a bottle of champagne right now. Nice. Oh we gotta get her on oh the god, alcoholic Avengers. Celebrating, yeah. Yes. What's your brand I'm, what's your brand of champagne? Actually I have a cheap bottle, it's just Corbell. Now that we're reconnected, this phone is as, as good as yours. Call anytime. Just on the 800 number. Let's not get too close. But, you know, uh, call, we'll, we'll answer the calls. And I'll hit you in the DMs. We have an event coming up that we'll get into. A couple of show events. We'd love you to be there with us. I would love it. I Se would love that. Secondhand Cindy. What a treat. Uh, good to hear from you. Always great to hear from we you. There she you. is. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Uh, Corbell Cindy for the uh, Alcoholic Avengers, Ellie. Oh, man. Imagine that. Need a champagne drinker in the crew. Hold on. Yeah, but only cheap champagne. This was suggested earlier today on the Goat Line that we take some of these wonderful people we've met by doing this show, including Four Loco Freddy. And but the Bud Light the Bros. The Bud Light Bros. We can throw in Corbell Cindy now. Mm-hmm. And oh, and somebody on the text line offered to be Moonshine Megan. <laughs> Great. I mean, it <laughs> only so if, it, if they're a real drinker of the moonshine. We're creating our very own Alcoholic Avengers. I mean, this message was so great we got this morning. Hey, Klein. Hey, Allie. And, you know, we have four local Freddy now. We got the Bud Light Bros. Uh, you know, I was thinking maybe we have, like, a Corona Carlos or, like, a, uh, a Modelo Martin or something like that. You know, have, like, the Alcoholic Avengers and stuff like that. Yeah, let me know. Let me know what you guys think of it. Uh, maybe I could take up a new hobby of uh, drinking or something. Okay, so Frost's car guy. No, we're no, okay. No, no one needs that. We're good. Come on. I think the crew is full. <laughs> Jake, right? weird beer guy. <laughs> we don't need that guy. <laughs> I don't need any... Oh, uh, we need some weird beer. I don't want some fake guy to get in on it and just wants to be a part of it. These no, are no, real... No, no, no. I love weird beer. They have the, to be dedicated, dedicated drinkers yeah, like of the... Bud the Light Bros are as dedicated as you get to alcohol. The only thing they like as much as our show is their drinking. Probably they would take drinking over our show any day. Second and City. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, that Allie. She's drinking a bottle of Corbell yes, right now. and we talked to Four Loco Freddy at like 6.15 and he was drinking. So this is the real deal. <laughs> this Alcoholic Avengers is going to be the future of the show. <laughs> Come on, Marvel. Are you listening? I am excited you for this. You have a this. hit on your hand. Costumes to be made, I'm sure, by all of the people. They'll have to make their own costumes. And we'll just go on like a little bar tour with our Alcoholic yeah. Avengers. Yeah, well, I know everyone's criticizing Marvel because they're starting to do like a Young Avengers. It's like the yeah. new generation. No, Get rid of that. 
them. This is the future. Yes. You, secondhand Cindy, that's a motivator right the there. The AA Avengers. God, I can't. <laughs> the AA <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> this is something. We have stumbled into greatness yet again. Quick <laughs> break. We're back in a moment. Uh, we will uh, return. When we get back, guys, Don't uh, where'd you go? How far'd you go with someone that was on a date this weekend? We'll break it down. And more next. I can't believe she's alive. Unbelievable. 1067 K Rock Klein Ellie Show. Saturday at the Forum. It's the March 2 redo. Unprecedented, Allie. Chili Peppers had to cancel because John Frashanti broke his hand or broke his finger. And they will now be at the Forum. And I think, look it up, I'm not 100% sure. I think it may be the night of John Frashanti's birthday. Yeah, that's true. So it's going to be a celebration at the forum, and we'd love you to join us. And this whole process, they said Ticketmaster had to create a whole new department because of this, because it was so unprecedented. Never done? You'd think you'd throw a thousand concerts a year, millions of concerts over the course. At some point, something like this would have happened, but no. And I guess usually what happens is when a radio station puts on a festival... If a band cancels or can't make it, they just go, oh, sorry, you're out of luck. Yeah. Well. And in this particular case, because of the Chili Peppers, K-Rock, a lot of people working long hours. And we added a, lo- a band and gave you a redo. So a couple bands actually were added as well. Uh, Kristen. Hi. I've got good news for you. I'm listening. You're caller 20. Excited. We'll see you at the forum on Saturday night for the March 2 redo. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for waking up and starting your day with K Rock. Really appreciate you. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. I'm literally going to be late to work for this and I don't care. Great. What do you do? Such a good reason. What do you do for your job? Uh, I'm a nurse. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that, is, important. that is important. Someone is currently Hang on, I'm on hold. That's all right. It's hey. the chili peppers. Priorities, huh? There you go. You earned it. Fair and square. Employee <laughs> of the month. That's an right important there. job. We're going to feature her next month in Employee of the Month as a nurse who was late to work to win a radio contest. Uh, hold on one second. You'll have more chances. It could be even with us. Who knows? Well, I don't know when we play chili peppers. Play a lot of chili peppers. Every time you hear a chili pepper song, call in and get yourself tickets to the March 2 redo. All right, Allie, would you like to uh, meet uh, Michelle. Now, we met Michelle when she was on with us for single... Per- oh, that's not her. Hold on one second. That's ju- the uh, patient ha- that... That's the patient that just died. <laughs> Sorry, your nurse was busy. Uh, where is she? She's on line 10. Hey, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. Good. Sweet tibbets. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. Now, we met you when you uh, we had you featured for Single Person Spotlight, and you actually did go on a date with somebody you met because of being on our show. Is that true? I, I did schedule a date with somebody that I've met because of the show. Okay. okay wait. And, and can I just get a little reminder of just a little bit about yourself for Single Person Sweet Spotlight? Sweet knockers. Oh, yeah. That's it. Thank you. I'm good. Shut up, Klein. <laughs> did he say that the last time you were on, too? Because we can't control that guy. Yes. Still making the same joke. He likes to go to the well on his material. Uh, Without Omar's help, could you give us any sort of remembering? uh, When you were on with us, what was your your situation? With your knockers? Were they big or small? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Nothing knocker related, Allie. What was your situation when you joined us for Single Person Spotlight? Yeah, my situation is I just never know how to pick them. I'm, you know, the 45-year-old um, ex-military. Oh, right. In can be. And you gotcha. run every day. Yeah. Run every day. Yeah. Very yeah. attractive Looking pictures, forward. if I remember. 
Not yeah. that that matters, oh, Allie, because you probably got so horny. Shut milk, up, milk me. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for uh, a official. Where'd you go? How far'd you go? And a follow up. Hit it. Oh, sorry, I have those funny drops pulled up. I Hit it. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny Just now. Two more, no more. <laughs> here drops. we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys go play bingo? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys take a slow or no? Yeah, not so quick with your songs, Omar, when you're trying to make you look like a horny <laughs> animal. All right, let's see it, Michelle. And, uh, and by the way, what was the re- overall reaction like? So we had you on the show. We, a lot of people DM'd us, you know, like with all the single people. And uh, did uh, was it you know was it ten people, five people? I mean, how many people did you feel like you were interacting with? A lot of people. I'd say I probably had about ten responses. I yeah, I reacted with a few. A lot of D picks. They listened to that one, so oh. those ones were immediately gone. Unfortunately, I know I said they're appropriate, but maybe not as quickly. Wait a minute! You're, hold on, hold on, hold on. on, people! You're telling me that people uh, sent you D picks right out of the gate. And offered me credit cards. It was kind of fun. Oh, wait. Oh, will you send me their information? Yeah, take that. Sounds that. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, so when did this date happen? Um, the the date um, that was actually set up happened on um, Thursday. Yes, okay. Thursday. okay. Right. We're just going to get to ask you a question. We're going to guess where yes. you go, how far you go. So everyone that sent you a D-pick immediately was eliminated. And by the way, <laughs> Vanessa wants to tell me that of the 10 people she even sent to you, she said she already weeded out like 50 others because they were not what you were looking for. These were people that wanted just casual stuff. But you said you were looking for not a one-night stand, correct? I, I said I was open. Yeah, I she was open skeptical. to both. Oh, yeah, to men or yeah. women. You were open to kind of all of yeah. the above. All right, was this date yeah. with a man or a woman? Can you tell us that? It was with a man. Okay, let's get to it. We just get one question. Let's get to where'd you go, how far'd you go. We'll figure out exactly how this date went. Allie, go ahead. Question number one. Hmm, okay. When was the last time you actually sent a nude to somebody? Sent a nude? Yeah. Have you ever sent a nude to anybody? And if so, what were the circumstances? <laughs> Um, it would be my last boyfriend, and that would have been probably like three years ago. About three years ago. What was the occasion? Um, it was a ra- probably just a random Tuesday. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, uh, Omar, what is your question yeah. for Michelle? She's a listener. She turned to us for single person spotlight, and she went on a first date on Thursday. Yeah, Michelle. You want to hide the finger? No, that's not, that's not, that's not my question. <laughs> okay. Omar's back I to know, those. Michelle, uh, what is your uh, favorite type of meal? Like, uh, yeah, if you're going to go out like on a fancy day, where what kind of meal would you uh, order? Um, I like going out for sushi. I'm going to be that. Ah, sushi. Michelle, would you like to hide the finger? <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Uh, that was real, you. Yeah, that Jake. was actual client. Jake. Yeah. Jake, what is your question for Michelle? We're going to try to figure out where she go, how far she go on the date. She likes sushi. She has sent nudes before. This was with a listener that she met that made it through her screening process, made it through our screening process. They actually went on a real date. What is your question, Jake? Well, who is your favorite K Rock band? Ooh, that's a tough one. <sighs> I'm gonna have to say Foo Fighters. Mm, good choice. All right, uh, Michelle. We learned a lot about you, although my short-term memory has failed me, so I don't really remember all the stuff we learned about you when you, you know when you were first looking for a date. <laughs> but as we're trying to figure out where you went, how far you went, I know you live in Orange County. You're in Newport, right? Huntington, but Huntington. Close okay. Uh, 
What do you sleep in? Oh, Jesus. What is wrong with you? Omar, you stop know? it. Ah, that was really you, dude. Stop it, Omar. This is, you can't blame Omar. This is just you talking now. That was, I'm boned up. I am boned up. This is like... These are Omar. Guys. This is like the audio version of These are Omar. This is not. I'm asking her what her outfit is to sleep in. This tells me a lot about a person. Why are you unbuttoning your pants as you I'm say I'm not. That? It's because of fatness, mostly. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I sleep naked. <laughs> oh my gosh, so does Klein. Uh, not anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, my wife told me it was off-putting. <laughs> oh. I think you're not supposed to do it because you get uh, like uh, fecal in uh, the sheets. Yeah, I've heard doctors have made both arguments. Right. <laughs> and they're like, why do we have to keep making these arguments? <laughs> so why is it so off-putting? <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, we learned a lot about Michelle now. The question is, where did she go? How far did she go on the date? Now we got to lock in our guesses. This was a listener she met. They had a back and forth. Before you guys actually ended up planning the date, was her chatting mostly through like DMs on Instagram, or did you guys exchange numbers? Oh, all through Instagram. He does not have my number, so I kept that safe. Mm, oh, see, that's very telling. Very telling. All right, Allie, you want to lock in your guest right now, or we need a, we need a song to think about it? No, I'm ready to lock in. All right, Allie's going to lock in. Don't say anything until we all guess. So I think that, uh, let's see, on Thursday it was like one of the first nicer days after that storm. So I think you did a walking date where you walked along the beach and you kind of just met up, got to know each other a little bit, and then you stopped at a restaurant, had some drinks, and, you know, we're talking about the show a lot because obviously this guy's a listener and you were bonding over that. And, oh, they're so crazy. But I think that he had something about himself that was off-putting, to say the least. And once you realized that thing, you made up an excuse and left. So no hooking up at all. No, nope, nothing. And the date was a walk. Yeah. So no money spent at all. No. Nope. All right. Uh, Jake the Nerd, what, what's your guess? Where'd you go? How far did you go on the date? I think they met for drinks and played pool at a bar. And, you know, she said she was into, like, a one-night stand situation. So he brought that up and, you know, said something like, you want to go to the bone zone? And turned her off. And uh, that was it. That's why. He doesn't have her right. Number. Yeah, he just wanted to like a casual hookup. Yeah, I mean, she's saying a lot of things that make me assume this date didn't even happen because she said the date was supposed to happen now, unless it got rescheduled. But she's definitely not speaking as if it ended well, unless she did have sex and it was terrible. And now she's like, uh, but I, I, I get <laughs> I the would sense. like to think that our listeners are gracious lovers. I would, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels to me like, once again, I, I guess I should go against the group and say she did, but I don't think any. Was there a kiss, maybe? I'm going to say the date didn't even happen. The guy, maybe... You think he, like, didn't show up I or think had he, like, some, like, I out just got a DUI. Probably. That <laughs> sounds more like our listeners. Uh, Omar, got a guess? Where'd she go? How far'd she go? Yeah, I think they went out. They uh, had some sushi, enjoyed some... Wasabi! And, uh, it wasn't, you know, the, the chemistry wasn't there, and, uh, you know, she finished her sushi and... Wasabi! And, um, you know, they parted their ways, and, uh, yeah, they really didn't go anywhere, but they really loved the sushi and... Wasabi! We, we all got it, what they had. Okay. All right. What they have? Doesn't matter. Sushi and something. Wasabi! Soy sauce, forget it. Move on. Soy sauce, forget it. All right. Where'd you, or any of us exactly right, by the way? Uh, Klein. Hi, Klein. What? The date didn't even happen. Hold on. Seriously? Okay, so, um, yeah, basically, I won tickets to the Honda Sound Space for the beaches. Oh, 
And um, I won them on your show, uh, I think, last week. But then I also won some from the Helpful Honda Center. I, I win tickets. It's me. It's fun. Um, so she got I was lucky like, girl hey, syndrome. You can tell this woman. Totally. When we met you right away, I said, this woman wins. You can just tell you've got it. You've got something about you, and I get it. Yes, I'm on but board. but lucky in shows, so, not right. lucky in love. So, all right. So she cannot find a man, yes. but you won tickets to this thing. Then what happens? Right. And so I was like, great, K-Rock listener, you probably know the band. Hey, here's the information. It's, you know, so-and-so on Thursday. It starts at 12. He's like, do you want to meet up for drinks or something before? I said, look, they have fish tacos there. They got drinks there. We'll meet up before because I've been there before for, like, Fallout Boy. So like, let's just meet there before. See you at noon. Well, day of, he texts me at 1130 saying, hey, is this still on? Um, Am I going to meet you there? And I was very confused because he, you know, we already had all the plans and whatnot. So he said, great, going driving there now. Um, so you guys have this very strict policy. You have to be inside. Doors shut at 2 o'clock. He showed up at 1.50, um, messaged me, and I said, okay, well, your name is at the, my name's at the door. Go try and check in with your name. He had some issues with that. Helped him get in, found my name. He actually got in. Never found me, and at the end, just texted, texted me saying, "Hey, thanks for getting me into the free Come on. <laughs> This guy would have you would have potentially hooked up with this guy. I mean, you had to meet him, I obviously. I don't know. I would have met him and everything else. It was more so. Hey, he seems like he's into music. This seems like fun. Um, oh. But yep, no. Who is this in, mystery though, so. man? That's unbelievable. <laughs> this guy used you. What an opportunist a hole for your lucky girl syndrome. <laughs> he didn't there even was... get a chance to see your knockers. No. Well, thanks, <laughs> Allie. Good point. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't understand the show out of context, <laughs> Allie's mocking me. All right, well, so you're still very single, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. single status. All right, yeah. still single. Sorry we couldn't help. That's a where'd you go, how far'd you go fail right there. This is uh, Murder on the Dance Floor, the Royal Otis edition on K-Rock. J-Rock, Clan Alley Show. Got ADD News to get to. Nick Hexum at 311 will be stopping by. Give you the details if you'd like to join 311 in Vegas for 311 weekend. We'll put you up, get you there. Uh, and, of course, you get to go to both the shows, plus a lot of other stuff. I was just looking at the grand prize winner. We'll break it all down with Nick Hexum when he joins us a little bit later. You can also tell, by the way, when a big famous person's about to join us because they put a... It's really sad, but they put a table together. You can see a picture oh, the of this. snack table? Yeah, it's got a couple of bottles of water and two Nature Valley granola bars and a huge yeah, note is, that, says, that says, do not touch, do not take. So they're basically saying, of like, like <laughs> anybody any, who walks by is like, ooh, dude, yeah, a Nature Valley bar. Right. It's like really kind of sad. <laughs> I, I know this is like supposed to be our way of being like, welcome, big famous celebrities. Yes. You're at home here. But it's the saddest part is the giant sign that says, like, the rest of us <laughs> are such scavengers. scavengers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I put that note, and I want to tell you that someone already took one because I had <laughs> put four, and there's only three. Yeah. So someone did. Someone did. Jake, are you eating one of Nick Hexum's Nature Valley bars? The note is so aggressive. Yes, but Vanessa claims she puts that note up every time, and every time someone still takes something. Well, I don't understand. I mean, it's not even hidden. Like, we should be able to see it. So is there not a camera? We we talked about how the camera doesn't really uh, thwart the robberies anymore. Yeah. But, But shouldn't we... Do you it, it, take the sign away when he arrives? Or yeah, yeah, because then that's embarrassing. Right, it is embarrassing. I mean, you can see this whole setup up on our Instagram. The whole thing's kind of embarrassing because it's not like we're putting out a giant 
beautiful breakfast buffet, and we say, hey, by the way, don't take it. Let's at least let the uh, rock star get first dibs at this. (laughs) It's two, at this point, maybe down to one nature nature, uh, granola bar, and and four bottles of water (laughs) down to three right now. Vanessa, does anybody ever take these? Does any artist, yeah, artists have taken they take the Hidden Valley bars? Yes, they're like healthy, yummy. Well, maybe the sign <laughs> needs to be a little bit more aggressive. Like your sign just says, don't take in big, bold letters. But maybe you need maybe to... Maybe add, I'm from Columbia. Yeah, with a threat, threat of murder <laughs> or something. I'll do that next time. All right, I just, I think a this, knife drawing. Yeah, I think yeah. this the signs... I think people don't take your signs very seriously is the problem. Clearly. Yeah, I get it. Hey, Dylan, you're on K-Rock quickly. we got to take a break. We're way behind. What's up? Dylan. Going oh, once. Sorry. I, I met that girl. I think her name was Michelle at the beaches, and her date did ditch her. Oh, oh so you, you were at the beaches thing, too, and you, th- you, you, how do you know it was her? Well, I heard it's a similar name, unless it's a different Michelle. There could be more than one Michelle walking around on planet Earth. That is a possibility. <laughs> we got to look into that. If you did meet this Michelle, though, was she uh, attractive in person? Yeah, she was very attractive. Mm-hmm. She was a little older than me, but she was still good looking. I'm sure she'll feel great I'm about that. Okay, Rock, Klein Alley Show. Let's figure out what's going on in the world together. Then Nick Hexum, the great Nick Hexum of 311 fame, will be stopping by to break down everything you can look forward to this year. 311 days, taking over an entire weekend and heading to Vegas. So we'll get into that, plus a round of Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt? We found a guy wearing a 311 shirt claims he's a huge fan of the band but will he know anything about the band we're gonna let nick hexham play the game with us that'll be the first time we've ever done do you know the band on your shirt with an actual person from the band i will say though when i meet a big 311 fan they usually are like walking encyclopedias usually that is one of those bands you would think they would know a lot but we'll find out together do you know the band on your shirt coming up and we will qualify you to go to vegas and spend a couple of nights with 311 all that is upcoming but first your news Grab your Adderall, it's time for ADD News. Oh, look, a squirrel. Aren't you a cutie patootie? Oh, God! Ah, ouch! All right, having a long-term partner can be a beautiful thing, but here's the truth. And if you're in a relationship, you know what I'm talking about. If you're in a relationship, likely you're lying. You're lying to your partner at one point or another, and I'm not talking about the big lies like cheating and stuff like that. I'm talking about things like, you look amazing today. Or, yeah, of course I want to stay with your parents. Or, no, I'm not thinking about my ex ever. And, of course, they did a study on this about the lies that people tell to one another when they're in relationships. And they determined the main reason why couples lie to each other. And the reason is, it's just easier. Yeah, 100%. It's 100% <laughs> it's just easier. so much easier it, to just lie and it, move the on prob- with your life. The problem is, is that, like, because my wife says that what she hates the most, and this is the lie I tell all the time. I'm on my way. Some version of I'm on my way or I'll be home in two minutes or, you know, and she can always tell when I just left. And the stupid parking garage here has that. It's anno- loud. It's got that annoying uh, beep and then followed by that um, that voice of someone. And she narks yeah. me out every She's effing like, have time. have a wonderful day. Yes, it's that <laughs> stupid robot woman. It's like I'm having an affair and the robot woman is what's getting me in trouble every time. And whenever my wife calls, and goes, you're supposed to be home in six minutes. And, you know, I live in the valley, so it takes me a good 30 minutes to get from the station right. home. Whenever I say, yeah, I left when I said I was going to leave, that 
goddamn robot woman would go, have a wonderful day. And she'll be like, I heard the woman in the garage. Right. I'm like, that's a different woman. I'm cheating Klein, with you. This is why it's a rookie move to be on the phone, okay? You text that you're on your way. Yeah, you know what? You I've done that. You know what she's done before? I'll text. I'm on my way. I'm almost, I'll say I'm in the canyon. And then she'll say, and then all of a sudden FaceTime will come in. And I'll be like, what? God damn, this woman, she's caught me. And she'll FaceTime me. And then I'll say, can't FaceTime, unsafe. <laughs> And if you're another thing that some people forget about is uh, Katie and I share our location with each other yeah, on a 24 seven basis. Crazy. So she, she can always that, she's yeah. cheating all the time on you. <laughs> that's wild. But she doesn't care if I know where she is. Her location is always on someone else's face. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Allie knows where her wife is yeah. at all times. All right. I don't know if you've ever heard of a cruise ship called the world, but it's a giant ship that functions as a private residence for the 1%. I was doing some research on this and it looks insane. It is in an exclusive private residential ship it has 165 super luxe apartments and it's an invite only situation so you have to be nominated by another resident there and you have to be seconded by another resident there and you have to have a net worth of 10 million dollars to be able to buy uh, an apartment there and the apartments can run from 1.6 million to 4 million or more and it's usually very private. A lot of people don't talk about it. But this guy who lived there is now speaking out about the experience. And it has the usual, you know, he's detailing, oh, it has the full-size tennis court and a spa and a fitness center. And there's a whole wine collection. And the food and drink is all included. You just pay like an annual service charge. But he basically said that on this ship, there is a ton of drinking, a ton of partying, and a ton of cheating. So people are there with their spouses, but they're not necessarily sleeping with their spouses. Or people are using it as like a cheating pad uh, for a place to bring their mistresses. And a lot of them treat it like this kind of bachelor pad where like they live in other places, but then they can helicopter onto the ship, cheaty, cheat, 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 helicopter back to their regular house. That's what they should do with the Queen Mary. I think she's sitting there. I don't even think you could get on it for the last few years because they had like termites and the thing was sinking or whatever. And I think they spent a bunch of money. Is it even open again, the Queen Mary in Long Beach or no? I feel it was like shut they're down always working on it to try and... I think they had to do a lot of work on it in order to reopen it. I don't know if it's officially reopened. Yeah, because I was in it one time and I thought it was in that haunted house thing and it was August. And I was like, huh. I guess this is just what it looks like. And you can have that sweet ghost sex. Yeah, imagine that. Like the, the Queen Mary became some giant cruise ship for cheating. I feel like it would do gangbusters in Long yeah. Beach because Long Beach is the place that's always got like it's always like uh, the epicenter of whatever the STD outbreak is at the moment remember really? that yeah. they're like, like Vanessa yeah, Vanessa, I don't know about this. Vanessa, <laughs> is that why you went there? you live in Long Beach <laughs> and you know since you went there the STDs have been on the rise right Really? I mean, well, that's coincidental. I, I honestly have not gone on a lot of dates in Long Beach, so. Well, we'll have to add this whole STD thing into your next set. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, she'll be back. Queen Mary be- is open for tours and to stay. Oh. Well, it should be open for. What, and Klein's what, totally right. You should be able to buy an apartment on there and just cheat away everywhere. That's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, uh, We got to kick off a brand new hour of the show, and the best part is when we get back, Nick Hexum, 311, will be joining us. As we get into a brand new hour of the show, how would you like to go to Vegas? Celebrate 311 Day. It's a whole weekend. We'll tell you about it all next on K-Rock. This is the world famous K-Rock. Now we're talking. Finally, we said the show would get good today. It took us a few hours, but now we have the proof. Nick Hexum, 311 in the K-Rock studios where he belongs. What's up, Nick? Hey, thanks for having me. Good to see you again. Thank you. away from home. Yeah, I know. It's amazing because we got a chance to call you uh, just before Acoustic Christmas this year and say, bad news, someone in the Chili Peppers broke their hand. And you said, all right, I'll be there. Let us know where and when. And 
I don't want to play favorites, but to me, that was the highlight by far, other than maybe Shirley Manson yelling at the crowd and cursing at them. Watching <laughs> with a heavy accent. With a heavy, yeah. a thick, heavy accent. God, her saying the F word is so satisfying, isn't it? Yes. You were, uh, I won't try and imitate it, of yeah, course. Yeah, <laughs> you should, though. That'd be great. Uh, but watching 311 there at the acoustic was just unbelievable, and uh, thank you for once again doing that for, for us. I know it's not your first K-Rock show, but man, people, it's kind of wild because you would think at this point everyone has seen 311. You guys have been around a minute, but... So many people were like, that's the first time I ever got to see 311 Live, and it was unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah, we had to uh, scramble the buses, so to speak, and get our crew in from all over the country to get ready in like two days' notice, and it turned out to be a really fun show. How many favors do we have left? Because I know <laughs> I K-Rock we're was <laughs> we're the, long over the first too. to play 311, right? And oh, that's a, an amazing moment for you and your career. Um, can we just continue asking you for stuff at, at uh, I, we're, we're forever indebted, and I'll never forget um, when we were sitting outside by our little pool in our house in Van Nuys back in 1993 and Tammy Heidi came on and played our first single, Do You Right? And she was like, that's how bands sound from Nebraska. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta move to Nebraska because it's a crazy sounding song. So yeah, that's been, uh, you know, 30 years. That's crazy. And you guys were all living together in Van Nuys? Yeah. And who was the worst roommate? Well, um, I got my own room because I snore. So, so huge. <laughs> so I'm was the you. same way. That's the best. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah, but you know, use it to your advantage, right? It worked out because other people have like three in a room and you're sitting there in your own room like a king. You're like, oh, yeah. sorry, guys. This is for your own benefit. This is called sleep apnea. <laughs> Deal with it, right? That's amazing. So, that's, and now, uh, I know now that you're big and famous, you all get your own hotel rooms, but do you ever, for old time's sake, decide, hey, let's all Airbnb it this weekend like it used to be? No, I mean we we hang out, but uh, no, we don't we don't go on vacations together. We all have families and and so forth. But we're, we're spirits are high right now. We're really excited. This, getting ready for three eleven. Yeah. This three eleven days is maybe one of my greatest traditions. I think it is the greatest tradition a band does, and it's been happening now for a while. And it's always exciting us to be. We're, we're, I mean, everyone knows the date. That's not the exciting part. But the that'd be crazy if they're like it's three eleven day. By the <laughs> way, we're doing February this it? year. But it's the where will it be, what are the extra things, because it seems like every year it's a little different. Nick is not only here, but he's going to break down all of the things you can look forward to if you join 311 in Vegas, and we're going to help give away a trip. And we do it all after we listen to some 311 right now on K-Rock. Uh, Nick, if you'd like to intro your own music, there's nothing vain about that here, so go ahead. This is Amber from 311's album From Chaos. He did get that right. He's good. Be back with Nick Hexham next on K-Rock. 311, Nick Hexum is in the K-Rock studios right now, and we are already here. It's been a while, because if you know this, and you know anything about 311, you know 311 Day does not happen annually. It is biannually, and this is the first, this is different this year for a few reasons, Nick, and why is this going to be maybe the greatest 311 Day ever? Well, we just find ways to make each one better than the last. We keep evolving the production, the musicianship, the song selection. There's, like, surprise covers we we dig deep and play songs that we've never played before and we actually opened it up to some fan voting uh, and they picked some really interesting super deep cuts so we've been rehearsing to uh, brush off the cobwebs on some really cool old songs and uh, it's it's two nights of just everything rock and a lot of different peaks and valleys and it's it's on the 9th and 10th, and it is going to stretch past midnight on the 10th, so it will slightly go into 
actual March 11, well, 311. The whole reason this started was because you guys played for like three hours and 11 minutes at a, at a show, right? So you guys are used to playing really long shows. Yeah. So back in 2000, we had a show booked with the Cramps at um, in New Orleans at the State Theater. And we were like, okay, it's March 11th. Let's call it 311 day. Let's play all of our songs, three three hours and eleven minutes, and uh, it just turned into such a legendary show that we were like, all right, let's make it a thing now because it, it just kind of stumbled into it because our name implies a date. It's also great because this year you are letting us help to give away at least one of these trips, and on Friday we're going to uh, qualify someone every day this week. When you hear this, by the way, to get you ready for Vegas, listen to this all week. When you hear the 311 slot machine go off all week, it's going to happen during our show. Once a morning, every morning, inclu including right now, actually. Let's go ahead and say this is the first official one right now. Call us up. You will get yourself a two-night stay at the Park MGM, the 9th and the 10th. Of course, you will get a pair of tickets to both shows, Friday, March 9th, and Saturday, March 10th. You will meet, greet, and take a photo with the band. Nick, will you be in that photo? I will be. Can you not try to try to not look so attractive? Because my concern about being in a picture with Nick Hexum is I will look like the ugliest guy in the picture. I know, Nick. Do you have a bad angle? Can you can you find the bad angle for the picture with the fan, please? I think I'm blushing. Please. Stop. Okay. <laughs> VIP priority check-in, entrance to the show, limited 311 day Las Vegas theme poster, and 500 bucks Amex travel card. That's what we get to give away on Friday. Of course, uh, these tickets will sell. The shows, of course, will all be gone. But we will get you into it with Nick's help and. Um, when people come to these things, I would imagine these are your real hardcore fans. Are you at a point now where you look, you can actually see into the audience and be like, I know that face, I know that person? Yeah, there's, there's uh, you know, people who've been with us for, for decades. And 311 Day is kind of like a convention where people come from Australia, the Philippines, South America, Europe. I mean, it's it's like... It's a, play, it's a place where people have known each other online and then they finally get to meet in person. So there's been people like meet their spouse through it and stuff. So it's it's really a special thing. It's funny with fans meeting each other by screen name. You're 311 forever. I'm 311 forever <laughs> with two yeah. R's. <laughs> like they're all meeting each other, well, similar names. And yeah. I feel like 311 fans are very tattoo heavy. Oh, like yeah. I know so many people that have 311 tattoos. What's the craziest 311 tattoo you've seen? Oh, yeah. There's people that have, like, the whole leg covered in Whoa. album artwork. And uh, Peanut, our bass player, uh, has the very first one. It was like a homemade Roman numeral thing that he still has on his on his forearm. But, um, yeah, it's really, it's it's nice to, to see that people make that kind of a commitment. That's a real commitment. Does that put the pressure on you? Because you've actually lived up to it. Now you guys are entering, you know, almost three uh, three decades of actually making music as a band together, which a lot of bands don't do. Mm -hmm. But once you start seeing the tattoos on people, don't you feel an obligation to be like, all right, I can't I make we, this a regrettable tattoo. Yeah, we can't, yeah, we can't uh, go ahead and uh, call it quits. We've yeah. got to keep going. We better, like, rehearse and actually put on good shows and keep going. And, well, and albums as well, because there's one that's almost done now. We're at that point. Yeah, album 14 is uh, recorded, and we're in the mix stage right now. Now, and we're super excited. I call it just like 311 on steroids, where just everything is better. Super huge rock and riffs, and great melodies, and um, new production styles, and just keep. A, it's a musical journey that just we keep finding ways to to move forward, and we're we're really excited about it. As Klein said, you know, uh, you've been doing this for a long time. You're coming out with new music on a regular basis, but it can get exhausting. It can get exhausting, right? To do like 
album tour, album tour, album tour. And we were talking to the guys at Sum 41 who have decided, you know, to break up after a certain amount of time, not because they're not getting along, but just because they feel like it's time. Has that ever even been a conversation for you guys? I mean, I think there's no end in sight and we keep, uh, you know, an attitude of gratitude of just realizing how lucky we are to do this. And I think as long as uh, we're enjoying ourselves like this and, and our bodies can do it, I mean, that's that's kind of rare, you know what I mean? Paul McCartney is still putting on shows, and he definitely doesn't need the money, but it's just there's, there's, a, there's a joy to it. It's Making live music goes back like 100,000 years of like one guy beating on a drum and another person dancing and stuff. It's, it's just part of our DNA, so uh, I don't see any end in sight. Let, I'm going to let you deliver the good news to a big fan that is also a caller 20 right now. His name is Matthew. He's from Pasadena, and he's qualified now. But you get the hold. On, I didn't give you the news yet, Matthew. Let Nick Hexum give you the news. I'm not. I, I said nothing. Oh man! Oh, once again, don't get excited yet. I've told you nothing. Here's Nick Hexum. Um, I there's good news. A client's going to tell you. I don't. I don't. You're know. You're qualified to go to Vegas and spend three eleven day with three eleven. Ooh. He's speechless. Or now you can get excited. Go. <laughs> Hello? Okay, right. This went exactly We've as planned. We've broken plain. him down. As uh, he usual. used all of his. He, we wasted the good surprise on us, I guess. Uh, yeah, hold on. Nick just told you you're qualified now for 311 Day in Vegas. All right, hold on. Dude. <laughs> okay. Great. That's appropriate. That's you appropriate. Can't wait yeah. to have that Dude. guy in, your in a moment, uh, Nick, I can't wait to play this with you. We've done uh, Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt for a while. We're going to meet this guy. This guy claims he is the biggest 311 plan, uh, fan on the planet. Well, some would say the biggest. They're. Probably the best band out there for me right now. I think they've always brought it every single time I've seen them. Close to 120 times, I never get tired watching them live. They're amazing. So here's wow, the thing. This you guy so claims you're the greatest band ever, but will he know basic questions about your band? He is wearing a 311 shirt. We're going to show you a picture of him. We'll come right back. Nick Hexum, 311 is here. The big news, 311 Day is taking over Vegas on the 9th and 10th and into the 11th to make it traditional. we got lots to get to. We'll do more with Nick Hexum next. All right, that's new uh, Lincoln Park. It's called Friendly Fire on K-Rock. Nick Hexum is in the K-Rock studios now, not just to hang out. He's a nice guy. He's good to his fans. He's good to K-Rock, but also he's about to be even greater to you if you would like to be a part of 311 Day, which is now 311 Weekend in Las Vegas. 311.com. Get your tickets. We'll be uh, qualifying people every day this week and sending someone for the full 311 experience, the meet and greet, the photos. Anything when people take pictures with you, Nick, because I know you take a lot of pictures with fans, is there anything you uh, would like people to avoid doing? Like the people that put the full arms around the neck and they got the BO, is there anything you want to give a, a PSA out there? Um, no, I I enjoy the, uh, I enjoy that. A you lot enjoy the BO? <laughs> no, yes, get, the BO. Get next to Alan for a picture. We'll hey, see how much you enjoy. I wear deodorant. Uh, we got uh, lots to get to, including a little round of Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt, 311 style with Nick Hexum. Here we go. In general, when people walk around wearing bands on shirts, you would think they are fans of the band. But now, so many uh, logos, 311 logo I put right in the mix, just good fashion, good style. Yeah. Would you be angry or upset if you saw someone wearing a 311 shirt and you're like, oh, cool. And they're like, who are you? Yeah. That would bother you? Uh, I might hurt my feelings a yeah, little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is a guy that is a super fan, so much so that not only is he wearing a 311 shirt, he's got tattoos of your band all over his body. I have one, two, three, uh, four, 
five, six tattoos. I'm trying to get every single album, at least something from each album. I never believe they have 10 or 11. So that guy's got a lot of tattoos on his body. He also sounds a little drunk. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's how you know he's a real fan. Yeah. That's how you can tell. So the questions in Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt are all about your band, and all you have to do is predict whether or not the guy will get the questions right. So the first question we asked this man is, uh, if you are a real 311 fan, how many EPs does the band 311 have? Will this guy get the question right? I don't think he's going to get it right. What is the answer that you would accept as correct? But you said EPs? That's right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the question is, uh, oh, albums not including not, EPs. Not including EPs. Not including EPs. How many albums? That well, is the question. He already gave, we were talking about poker earlier, he already gave a tell because he said we have 10 or 11 albums and that's a little little short. A little so, short. Matt, so you we just, love you, but you got that one. Uh, he <laughs> says, well, let's listen. I believe they have 10 or 11, so I got to get 10 or 11 of them. How many 311 albums? Let me see. Um, well, that's how I know them. I believe it's uh, 13. Oh. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, and if you have to count the live one, so he's he saying got thirteen. He got it, he got right. it right. This he guy's right. a real fan. Nick's excited I about that. Stand corrected. Stand corrected. Way to go, Matt. Uh, the next question we say to this guy: uh, He was wearing a three eleven shirt. Uh, where is three eleven from? Do you think he'll know where you guys are from? Yeah, I think he's going to know this one. All right. I would. I would think a basic fan would know this information. Wouldn't it's always find? wild though when we say to a person wearing a Nirvana shirt, "Where is Nirvana from?" and they're like, mm, "They're Encino? like South Dakota." Yeah, yeah. They, they, so it is weird. But all right, let's find. He said, "You think he'll know?" Fourteen, fifteen, something like go. that. Hold uh, on. Thirteen. Uh, the great state of Nebraska in Omaha. In Omaha. That is correct. There you go. All right, this guy. Well, no, that's right. Next question. Do you know the band on your shirt, the 311 edition, with Nick Hexum and a fan wearing a 311 shirt? You can see this guy on our Instagram at Klein Alley Show. Uh, what year... Uh, sorry, what is the name of 311's drummer? Will he know the answer to this? He's going to know this. You, now you, you have faith so. in him. Yeah. He says he'll know. Nick Hexum says you'll know. Let's find out. Mr. Chad Sexton. That is correct. That is yeah. correct. Who gets the square? This guy is is doing great, and that's always nice when a real fan can actually perform under pressure. Yeah. The next question, only yes, three questions left. A lot left. of these guys, they get like deer in headlights, and they forget even a little bit that they thought. They, they always knew. claim, "I'm a huge fan. I promise you, I just can't do. I can't perform yeah, under pressure." Yeah, they're like, "I can normally think of it." This is the next question. What year was the first uh, three eleven day? Um, I'm going to say he might know it as well. What um, is the answer we would accept? Because you said earlier it was early 2000. It's 2000. 2000. Year and city. Let's find out if he knows. Uh, 2004? Oh, oh this wow, guy. Wow. Poser. <laughs> Doesn't even Poser. know the band. Come on. And that's of crazy. to get your tattoos covered up. Uh, we asked him, who is the most attractive member of the band 311? <laughs> Do you think he'll know this? Because there is a right answer. There is a right answer. I'm looking at him. But, you know, uh, let's uh, decide. Uh, do you think he'll know uh, the answer? I, I'm going to abstain. From okay, you abstain. <laughs> let's find out. Does this guy know the most attractive member? I mean, people are going to say Nick, but um, I'm going to go with my boy S.A. because he has my same last name, Martinez. So I'm going to say S.A. So he's saying he's wrong. He got that one wrong as well. It's Nick. <laughs> and finally, and this may be the most important question yet to prove if he's a real fan or not of 311. Uh, what is... Nick's social security number. Social. Will he know the answer? Nick, if he really is a fan, he should know your social security number, right? Does he know that it has a 311 in it? Oh, no. that would be wild if that's true. Let's find Can you out. Request that? Let's see. <laughs> five 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 no. eight two. 
<laughs> he tried. He tried, but that's not right. Uh, we did give him a final chance to give you a message about what you mean to your fans. <laughs> they're, they're the greatest. Everybody should watch them at least once live. They have everything for somebody. So you're always going to love them. So there you go. That's an actual real deal fan. He got most of the questions right. He did way better than most people in Dino yeah, the Band on your definitely. show. Yeah, uh, definitely. But he we, is right, though. Before we say goodbye, uh, as we do with every interview, let's wrap things up with just not one, but two epic questions wow. for the great Nick Hester. Two, two, two. Epic, two epic questions. No one has ever gotten both of these right. Allie, your question for the great Nick Hexum. Nick. Have you ever thought of starting your own OnlyFans and calling it XXM? No. <laughs> please, w- but please, would you? That's correct. That's a correct answer. Uh, Nick, amber is the color of your energy, but what is your actual favorite color? <laughs> I'm going to go with amber. <laughs> what? Whoa. Whoa! M Night Shyamalan twist at the end of that. <laughs> Nick Hexum 311. Guys, uh, I don't need to tell you to get the tickets because according to the text line, you're going to buy them all up. Uh, 311.com. Be a part of 311 Day. Of course, listen every day for the 311 slot machine. It'll sound like this. And when you hear this on K-Rock, call us and we will get you to Vegas for Nick Hexum and 311, 311 Day. Nick, thanks always for coming by K-Rock. Thanks so much for having me. Greatly appreciate you. Thanks, dude. All right. He crushed it. The two epic questions, band on your shirt, and so much more. More show next on K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. We will get the hell out of your way and let Nicole Alvarez come in here. Make your day way more enjoyable. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock and everything else. Keep in mind, if you hear Chili Peppers on K-Rock, and you will. Oh, you will. Call us up and get yourself some tickets to the March 2 redo happening this Saturday. Back at the uh, good old Kia Forum. We'll make that happen for you. Uh, Allie, a lot of goat line calls we can get to today. We'll do takeaways in a moment. Here's someone that's got a complaint about something. Hey, guys. Just uh, catching up on the podcast. And I heard the episode where you guys were kind of ripping on each other. Um, Actually, you were ripping on Klein. So I'm going to rip on him, too. Uh, what's with the way you pronounce your beats? I know you can do it normally because I've heard you do it, but every once in a while you're like Bill Burr at the bowl or uh, okay. Brunch or uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's another one? Your bees are out of control. Right. Um, you need to calm down with your bees. Yeah, that, that, that bee is out of control over there, okay? <laughs> I say the bees normally and every once in a while for dramatic effect. You Allie. do do it in the weekend song, too. Eat in brunch. I didn't do that. Crystal Method did that. And no, you can you see video of it. Brunch. All right, whatever. Sometimes <laughs> I get a little overzealous with the bees. What do you want from me? Hey, meanwhile, this is, this is a feel-good message just to end the show on today. From anyone who helped out, and a lot of people did. We got this message over the weekend from Blind Charlie, who we heard from on Friday. Blind Charlie was having issues because he was about to get taken off of any sort of... Medi-Cal. Medi-Cal, so he couldn't get his... Dialysis. Um, di- thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I just knew you were going to not no be idea. able to do those, I so no I just idea. figured I'd help. Yeah, once again, I'm talking about a guy named Blind Charlie. Okay, and anyway, this is what he said. Hey, you guys. It's Blind Charlie here. I just wanted to thank you guys so much. For all of your help last Thursday, I didn't know what to do or where to turn or what was my next step. But after talking to you guys on the radio, uh, the amount of feedback that I got was fantastic. And I got pointed in the right direction. Uh, so many different uh, phone numbers to call. And I spent all day contacting all that. And 
I'm on the right track. I can't thank you guys enough for that help. Uh, special shout out to Hugo and Jennifer. Just a wealth of information. Thank you, uh, the Klein and Alley community, for all of your support and all of your help. Anyway, he's dead now, but it was very nice effort we made, uh, at least over the weekend, keeping Blind Charlie alive and getting him the uh, support he needed. So thank you for everyone who stepped up and helped him out. Great. Good stuff. All right, let's get out of here. Takeaways from today's show. And thank you, Nick Hexen, for stopping by. Remember, every day this week, listen, qualify to get yourself that trip to Vegas. It's all hooked up. Okay, 562, my takeaway is long live secondhand Cindy. What an unbelievable treat to hear from secondhand so Cindy. Glad. Also known as Champagne Cindy now. She is part of our official AA Avengers. That is another takeaway, a 310 uh, AA Avengers Unite. That's going to be great. And just wait till we start doing that. And Jake will always, just like he wanted to be with the audio sniper, he will be that Avenger member that didn't really ever make it, but he wants to be the weird beer guy. Oh, but we don't yeah. need Foss him. Foss Connor guy, come on. We don't need him. It'd be nice. <laughs> 213 nope. said, uh, my takeaway is no one wants to be paid in grapefruits. And let's see. Uh, 714, my takeaway is don't ever say that you're rooting for the black team. Or do. Yeah, without context, that's a very strange thing to say. But when the Harlem Globetrotters decide to go with black jerseys, it all makes sense. Uh, Allie, what is uh, your takeaway from today's show? My takeaway is our listeners are really into D-picks. They love sending D-picks. Didn't know that about our All you need to do is accidentally receive one like I did from Omar. And it wasn't Omar, but it was Omar's uh, concrete guy. And once yeah, you receive an him. unexpected one... <laughs> You're I, like, what? Yeah, every man should at one point have to experience an unexpected D-pick. It, it really does ruin no, your day. Both of you were very shocked, shocked and, and couldn't shake it for and the appalled. rest of the day. And that was like my Vietnam. <laughs> it really was. Uh, Allie, uh, uh, sorry, that was yours. Uh, Omar, what's your takeaway, bud? Uh, my takeaway is that filters are for pussies. Yeah, yeah. they sure are. We learned that from second answer. Uh, you got a takeaway, Jake? Yeah, it's a huge risk to listen to K-Rock. What? It's a huge risk to listen to K-Rock. All right. Why? Remember our listener? He was like, oh, it's, they take a risk and maybe you can pay off one time. Uh, okay, uh, one. Uh, uh, That's a terrible uh, takeaway. That's why that guy. All right, true friendship is a mega yard. That guy. That, that guy. That's is why. Wife? This is why he's not in the AA Avengers. Yeah, this is not AA Avengers material. Take you guys just don't pay attention. <laughs> I'm gonna take a, you away. Give us the third one. Those two sucked. Meryl Streep is an old lady. <laughs> Jesus, that was C. That was your C takeaway. That they 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 feel that uh, um uh that you know they that they feel that uh that um period. Congratulations, pat yourself on the back. You've made it through another episode of Klein Alley Show. Now the real show can begin. Which one is that? My one-woman show about my life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's get out of here, and thanks for downloading. Remember, we do a live show every morning on K-Rock. If you happen to be in your car, you can find us on 106.7 FM. Thanks for listening. Go tell some people and spread the word. Help us hashtag grow the show. It started on a winter morning. That's it for us. Bye. That's a problem. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 